This week on the BAMFCAST. Gags. One star, we're in. All right, and welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey, hey BAMFCAST. Bam Episode 173. All right. Christ, I can't believe they let us do this still. Yeah. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. Or I'm Beach. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every wonderful episode of the BAMFCAST is... We go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie, and then we come in here and we talk about it for the first half. Woo-hoo. And the good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies, they go one to five jocks and robot jocks. Hooray. All Yay. right. And the bad bad movies Woo. doesn't stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags, as in douchebags after Twilight. Boo. 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 River. So, <laughs> our criteria for this week, as, as it is our last week before we start animation... Holy oh, shit. Yeah. ...was yeah. we need... Possibly some violence, definitely some boobs, but generally a hard R to go into animation, because we're about to watch four kids' movies in a row. Possibly one not kids' movie, but we haven't. We still have a wild card fourth one, but there's at least three rated G kids' movies on our on the way, so... Yeah. We and then to- Legend of the Overfiend. <laughs> <laughs> so we needed a, a hard rated R, like, boom. He doesn't want to spoil anything. Nope. <laughs> and so, in looking around, we were going to do one movie, it didn't get here in time, so... Off the wall pick, we did 1983's Get Crazy. Get Crazy! Starring Malcolm McDowell, Ed Bagley Jr., Daniel Stern, and a bunch of other people. And a cast of thousands. Yeah. So, thousands. Let's get a quick plot summary for Get Crazy out of the way so that we don't have to talk about the plot after it. Yay. All right. Mega promoter Colin Beverly wants to sabotage the New Year's Eve 1983 concert of small time operator Max Wolf. Wolf's assistants Neil Allen and Willie Loman find romance while trying to save the drugs, violence, and rock and roll from Beverly's schemes. Yeah. Sure. I guess that's in there somewhere. Yep. That's about as much plot as you get in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's almost too much description for the plot. Yeah. I I gave up on taking notes very quickly. And it was more like, oh, hey, this person's in this. Uh Oh, hey, that person's in this. (laughs) Yep. Though my first one was, oh, <laughs> contains gags. Yay, gags. Yep. Well, that Chuck, was, Chuck was adamant that we not visit the IMDb page or no. find out anything about this movie before we hit Well, play. that's because there's one plot point towards the end of the movie that people like to talk about as being the one thing that this movie is known for. Yeah. And we both were in on that because mm-hmm. uh, we were researching movies to watch. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we were like, no, it'll be better if it happens naturally. Yes. So... And it was now our, our, the whole <laughs> it was so satisfying. The whole, <laughs> Let me the tell whole, you, the whole thing with with gags comes from this is on Amazon Instant Video on Prime. Yes, um, and I believe like its first sentence is full of gags, full of gags. Yeah, <laughs> it's just part of the description. So that's just, gags. We were like, that's that's what this movie's about is gags, gags, and boy is it ever. It sure is. <laughs> to the point where after gags we would go gags. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to call out a gag. Yes. <laughs> Good or bad, you gotta yeah. pull that gag out. You do. Yeah. So, so the movie opens with our favorite thing, the MGM logo. <laughs> yeah, and we're like, "Yay, we're good. so far so good." Mm-hmm. And then the intro is Superman font, as in that it's drifting away from the screen, and then basically a pseudo star destroyer like, crawl it's go across exactly the exactly your Star Wars crawl. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, the ship floating above you until you see boots. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And, and it turns out a it, license plate. Yeah, it's it's Max, the the owner of the club, riding on top of this little tiny. It looks like a Lego rocket ship, but human size. Yeah, <laughs> and he's riding it across the theater into the into the middle of the nineteen or the eighty three sign. 
Yeah. This is going to be the big reveal that happens at midnight. He's going to fly across the audience and between the eight and the three of the 83 and fireworks and lights and mm-hmm. balloons drop and everything goes nuts. And because gags, Yay. Yay. it crashes and <laughs> he goes every, down yeah. the curtains and then he starts yelling at everyone and right. Yelling at Daniel Stern, who's the stage manager. And why can't you do anything right? And like, right, uh, right, right. we get a oh, simultaneous. Yeah, Daniel Stern's in this. Yeah. Yeah. We get a simultaneous. They all turn over and be like, fuck you. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's yeah. That's exactly what they do. Yep. Yeah. And they all flick him off. Yep. So gags. That's how it opens. Mm-hmm. That they're yeah. trying to put on this New Year's show, basically day of New Year's. Like, no pre-planning whatsoever. No. This is like New Year's it, Eve that they're putting this together. They do have like plans, but they're just like, it's New Year's Eve and they're they're putting everything together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, but they're like ostensibly their they have, talent as as this thing is happening. Well, I think I think yes. everyone I think but one was already booked. Right. Like, and then like the yeah, big thing but then is, mystery people keep showing up. Sure. So I don't know what their plan was for the show because half the bands who play showed up the last second yes. like just let us in mm-hmm. that's how bands do have okay. you ever been in a band you no. just show up uh, yeah whenever you're ready to play show up sure yeah, that's fair and then you you know let your crazy guy out of your trunk and like you do <laughs> uh-huh hey yeah, you're start getting ahead of shit. yourself i'm just you know you're spoiling it. plot points no <laughs> no oh. that's just band general stuff yeah oh. yeah that's just how it goes yeah, yeah. okay we're almost done through plot and then the middle half of the <laughs> yeah. movie happens or middle three quarters of the movie happens and we won't talk so much about plot uh-huh. because this is all being introduced with little text crawls that basically say Max Wolf you know the record guy and then the bad guys and you get a shot of Ed Bagley Jr. and his two henchmen mm-hmm. in a helicopter in a helicopter and talking about their plans for taking down the Saturn Club which is where this is mm-hmm. and you've also got Max's nephew who's like the smarmy, like, I'm going to inherit the place, and ah, I like money, too, and Ed mm. Bagley Jr., you're my hero, because you like money like me. Ah, let's yeah. be evil together. Yeah. They're 80s guys. Yeah. Oh, God, they're such 80s guys. <laughs> Astagonists. Yeah, so all this is happening, and it's introducing everybody. Everybody's getting kind of a little text crawl, like, hey, clearly, the bad guys. I mean, mm-hmm. it says that on screen. And from there, I think... <laughs> a little bit more happens and then Max well, has he kind, kind of, of goes into Max's office and says, right, yeah, sell and, me it. Yeah, you, it. You'll make all this money, a million bucks. It's all yours. Just give me the deed to the place. And yeah. Max is like, no, I, you're going to make some gaudy monstrosity. And I just want to, I want to sell cheap seats to the kids right. so they can see the show yeah, and not pay a fortune. to yeah, get Yeah. He's in. got like a, maybe what? 2000 seat auditorium type yeah. place. It's like a little place. Well, it's like based 6, on 6,000 screaming I'm just saying, like, it's, it's based it's, on the Fillmore East in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. which they mention at the very end. Right. Of the, yeah, it's it's a it's a reasonably sized theater that can pack some people in, and everybody has a pretty good seat. And he's talking about, well, I have stadiums that seat eighty thousand, and think of all the money you can make, and blah mm-hmm. blah blah. And he's like, no, I'm more about the, the the kids and the music and having a good time. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's about long the music, live rock man. and roll. He's a '70s guy. Yeah, pretty much. Good times. Yeah, and then so they have this scene, and he storms all around, and the nephew, or he starts to have a heart attack, like in the middle of the scene or something, mm-hmm. and he falls over, and the nephew is like, "Wait a second! If he dies, I inherit the place. Wait, Ed Bagley Jr. Wait! Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll get the place, and I'll sell to you, just like you said." Yeah, so they take him up in his helicopter with yeah. them. Yeah, and, and he's discussing all, discussing yeah. all the de- details. Make and their then, deal, and <laughs> then they finally go like. <laughs> they throw a parachute at him and then kick him out. Yes. Like, it's like oh, okay, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, they kick him out of the helicopter. Gags. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was BJ at some point said, Egg Begley has never been more awesome. 
Well, because he's he wearing a, this movie. like a one piece tracksuit thing that's silver. Silver and yeah. it's got yeah, a little awesome. Silver got a little jumpsuit. moose knuckle going. <laughs> yeah, it's like a loose. It's a, like it's a, a loose, loose silver version. <laughs> it's a loose. Of Barry Bostwick's Mega Force yes, outfit. There you yeah, go. okay. And he's got his two like his two goons with him. Right. That that thesaurus their way through the same thing that Ed Begley <laughs> yeah, has just yes. said. They're like yes men and seamen and we men. <laughs> yes. Like, he's got the... Like, yes. Be, see. We. <laughs> he's like, we gotta destroy the place. Yes. Demolish. <laughs> annihilate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that is a joke they do not let up on either. No, no of I, course not. <laughs> you wanted I said, it to go yeah, on. <laughs> I was like, I, I really hope they stick with this. <laughs> and they did. They did. I was impressed. Yep. And that's, that's it. It's time to rate it, I guess. I thought, I've been talking. I thought someone else was going to pick this up. I don't know where we are. I don't know where this movie is oh. at this point. Uh, well, Ed Begley right. throws this is, dude out of the chopper. That's yeah, yeah. The doctor comes in and, and says to Max, like, you will you might be all right. You just have to take it easy. And Daniel Stern, you need to be in charge because he, he can't he, handle he it right now. Die. Didn't he say it's indigestion? He said it could be. Could be. Could be. Mm-hmm. Okay. But this is when, I can't believe they actually named her Willie Loman. But, I know. Yeah, she walks in. Yeah, Death of a Salesman. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but she walks in and like. Literature jokes. He has this yes. dream sequence thing of like, oh my God, lady. <laughs> and lady. Is, yeah. the, is the first one when they go to Tarzan? Is that like the very first one? No, no, one? no. The first one is. She's walking is just down the stairs and lingerie. Yeah. And, yeah. Sexy okay. times. Yeah, and uh, I mean, they just like meet and immediately make out and fall yeah. on the stage and everything, and, and then it cuts to reality where it's just like, hey. Hi. You're, you're pretty Yeah, high. and she's the former stage manager. Sure, yeah, she left for something she something to, bigger. Uh, for a bigger yeah. job, and that didn't work out. Yeah. No, because why would it? Uh, because Ed Begley Jr. stole or <laughs> bought, the, bought place. the company out yeah. or something. Yeah, okay. And took all yeah. her money out of them. No, so she's back and just kind of hanging around because she doesn't have an official job, but they're making, she's they, making googly eyes with Daniel Stern. a yeah. love interest for Sure. Yeah. Mr. Stern. Yeah. But sure. when the doctor was there, the the crew tries to steal drugs from him, and but they end up with garbage and they can't. Yeah, like aspirin. Yeah. And so apparently. The suppository they, that Daniel Stern is yeah, he's like, oh, strangely interested in. And uh, so they're like, you know, we can't get started without drugs because apparently that's the only way you can put together a show. And that's when the mm-hmm. best character in this movie shows up. The. <laughs> black hooded disco does he even wearing, have an IMDB credit I, I don't know what, uh, they like, call him something but like it was like Mr. Happy Timer it's something like that it was like, <laughs> yeah, he's like a cowboy gimp drug dealer yes. he's a cowboy yeah. pimp gimp drug dealer he's got a giant hat with like a disco ball band. surface yeah. band yeah. on it and red glowing eyes and He's got a, a briefcase that's animated. Well, yeah, that he electrifies. Yeah, open. and it opens up with all manner of drugs inside it, and they're all like, yeah, and then it cuts to, you know, them just running around, spe- film, film sped I'm just up. I'm amazed that it pops open, and there's just like eight little yeah, little shelves of yeah, pills. It, it's, it's a tackle box of pills. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like what they were carrying around in Dragnet at the Pagan Festival. It's just like, yeah. here are pills. So they all grab pills and then put together a show, which basically consists of breaking sawhorses and swinging around the set like an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> and like the, sped up Benny Hill style. Yeah, this yeah. is the difference between 1983, this movie, and the Muppets. All they needed was a song. Yeah. to do a montage no, to, and they just needed drugs. Yeah, some and drugs. Yeah. Beat the film up. I so, love that this film is completely unafraid of showing all the drugs. Oh, sure, and just glorifying the shit out of everyone taking these drugs. Yeah, yeah, because that guy keeps showing up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We Several thought times. it was a one-off, a weird one-off, but no. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. nope. He comes back. <laughs> yes, so about this time, this is when, like, they're getting close to showtime. Like, they've spiffed the theater up, apparently. Sure. And this is when 
the one little nerdy guy is hanging by the door mm-hmm. and like the first band arrives it's not even supposed to be there it's like this giant hippie troop yeah mm-hmm. and, and was it captain sunshine was that captain, captain cloud cloud captain and, cloud yeah and, and, and the, the sunshine, sunshine band <laughs> sure and the sunshine singers Sunshine's yeah sure i don't know but yeah they show up and they think it's like new year's 1969 yeah mm-hmm. and they're here to play the show and right it's 83 whoa man so they hang around and then like and the guy's like <laughs> and there's you can play why not guys. you know don't yeah. they never play well, they play. The they very play end. during when he told him he was going to play. Yeah, during the, the finale. The finale. They they came up there and sang then. Yeah, yeah. They that did. Was it. They did old Lang Syne. Yeah, yeah. He said, "You, you guys will yeah. play the finale. You guys, fine. You guys will play the finale. Old yeah. Lang Syne." He was like, "Wow, man! Thanks, right. man! Every dude. final is like a new beginning." <laughs> yeah, he man. starts quoting closing Every time. New beginning. Beginnings. You don't have to. You mean closing time? Quoted him, but you can't stay. I'm just saying the genesis of closing time is right here, everybody. Yeah, great. Thanks, gag movie. Thanks, Obama. But then they introduce the next band, and they introduce this band. They're at a funeral. Which is yeah, sort of a b- blues musician funeral that starts in very close on the casket, mm-hmm. and then just slowly the shot starts to pan back, pull back, and you just see that they're all blind well, <laughs> blues musicians. You got, all, you got the king of blues, or yeah. king blues, king blues, mm-hmm. and the minister, and then like everybody else around them. Who were they burying? Didn't it say like there was no. some kind of speech? It they was a- it was there. It was that band's guitarist and driver. But it's like. King Blues, yep. his assistant, or like his guitar player, Cool, I guess. Yeah, yeah I think it was like his and nephew or literally, something. literally like 20 guys who are swaying their heads and, and wondering, just yeah. kind of <laughs> rocking back and forth as the, as the sad funeral dirge like is it's, playing. It's taking place, like the funeral here, is, and because they're blind, they're facing... Every other Every direction. Yes. direction. Yes. Gags. It's, <laughs> but even I was like, okay, this gag but, is fantastic. But it, it keeps going. It, it keeps better. pulling back and pulling well, back. Well, and, first off, like the, his King Blues' speech is like, you know, this is a great guy. He loved the women. He loved the whiskey. And the, and the, and the minister's just like, oh, man, I, I don't know. And he's like, God. Yes. <laughs> it's like, my man is coming up to see you. And if you don't take care of him, I will wax your ass. <laughs> and the preacher's like, oh. oh. <laughs> or like thunder and lightning right. starts to happen in the background. And then like, they're all like, them. amen. And, and just, they're all holding flowers. <laughs> and they, they just throw them in whatever the direction they're standing. <laughs> it happens every direction. I looked away. What happened to the casket? Casket. It lo- it lowered it down. Lowered. It just lowered. Yeah. Like, as really as, lowered as they were talking, it lowered down. But then, then one, <laughs> but then one of the blind guys, as we called it, this needs to happen. One guy starts walking towards the grave. It just goes <laughs> face first. Down and apparently, he shouted, "I'm not dead yet." Yeah. On the way down, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not uh, dead yet. It's yeah. so dumb, but it's so good. Gags. So yeah, then is I don't know who he is. Is the son? Grandson, nephew, whatever. Guy. Somebody used to be a lackey, and yeah, now somebody he's his promoted. family is like, "I don't want to be this anymore. Call me cool." Yeah, and I want to be your guitarist and your driver. And he's like, "All right, all cool. right." It's and then he starts driving like a maniac. Destroys get, this graveyard. Yeah, it's like time to get to the theater on time. And there's some stunts. there's some stunts in this movie. Oh, I mean, yeah. there, there, people could have been killed in this movie. People probably were killed. Mm-hmm. In this it might have been. Yeah, <laughs> they probably actually buried one of the stuntmen in that scene. <laughs> Yeah. The guy who fell into the casket actually yeah, died. That guy died. That too. was the rap party, actually. Right, yeah. <laughs> the only people. No, it was blues. It was pre, oh, pre rap. All right. Okay. But yeah, the next band that shows up is a punk band called Nada. 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 Nada, 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 Nada. They pull up in like an ancient. 64 Fury. Yeah, I mean, it is one of those cars that's got like the 
the ready for flight taillights mm-hmm. that yes. are just like huge. It probably had a third out. row seat in it because yeah. it yeah. kind of looks. Giant. It looks a little bit like Christine. I think it does. Sure, but it's, it's a, a huge but clown all car. Twenty people in this band get out. Yeah, were there only twenty? <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah, at least. Yeah, because it, it's but a weird punk cheerleader. It's, a, it's an all girl band minus one person, yeah. and, and they're all wearing different outfits. Like one girl's a flapper, one girl's a cheerleader, one's like a fifty school marm. The other one, I mean, yeah. All these people I don't, I don't even know what the, I don't even know what the into... saxophonist was supposed to be. Yeah, um, it's it's like an old like the costume designer was some old person, and they're just like, <laughs> "This is what punk rockers." Yeah, and they're like, like "Make them look look yeah. like punk rockers." Yeah, it's it's like what happens like in zombie those... movies when people just sort of put together outfits and then become characters. It's like mm-hmm. there's the the '50s zombie, and there's the cheerleader zombie, and mm-hmm. then you know everyone has their predefined yeah. whatever they were outfit. Well, that's this band. Yeah. yeah. Eventually, Nada comes out, who's got Nada, like a Nada, leather Nada, sweater. Nada, 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 Nada. Yeah, she's on, and yeah, she's, she's Tony. Basil. She's the Smallville, you know, cheerleader. I mean, sure. you know, she comes out and is like, yeah, yeah, I'm the leader, and everyone. She hands Daniel Stern the thing and says he's in the trunk. Yep, gotta let him out. And that's when we were introduced to Piggy. Piggy, <laughs> who is their yep. other lead singer, sure, or special guest singer guy yeah. slash manager. We don't know slash mascot here slash slash Mister Body. Yeah, that is correct. Who knows what? Well, explain that. <laughs> I don't even get that. He's reference. leaving from Clue. Okay, he's Mr. Mr. Body in Clue. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Like, I'm I'm helping yeah, the people. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I got you. But yeah, he like they open up that trunk, mm-hmm. and he comes at them like a spider monkey. I mean, he is just <laughs> yeah insane. Yes, and he jumps out and like punches the one dude on the way out <laughs> yeah. and then starts like banging he, his head against a brick wall. He might have then, actually hurt that one dude. Yeah. And then comes back and punches the guy again. Well, and Daniel Stern's like, like, I need you to sign this contract. Yeah, I yeah. need you to sign the co- contract. So he puts it on the back of the car and he signs it by headbutting the contract <laughs> yeah. and denting the car underneath. Yeah. I'm headbut- I'm, I am signing all contracts in the future. Like, <laughs> There are a lot of things that happened in this movie that are changing our lives. Yeah. Oh, yeah. New behaviors have been gained. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> repeatedly and from this point they have to lead him around by a chain and tie him up like to a staircase yeah because otherwise he will murder people yeah he limb will from limb. just attack and <laughs> yes. and all he's doing is just ah, right. ah yeah. shouting the entire time i mean not to mention that he's just slashed and there's just blood pouring out of the dude well he's got a um he's got barbed wire yeah. wrapped around his chest yeah for some reason yeah he's like he's the, crazy. the sandman from ecw he's <laughs> Yeah, because he's basically, he's animal from the Muppets, like, on oh, yeah. extreme speed. Sure. Yeah. Because I think we got one more band to introduce, and they introduced them via flying on a plane. And that's that's Malcolm McDowell, who is Reggie Wanker. Reggie Wanker. And Gosh. his plane <laughs> is kind of magical, because he's got a room that's, like, nothing but a pillow room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a... Just cocaine room. Pillows <laughs> and cocaine. Yes. Was that was it two separate rooms, or was it one? Yeah, no, no that was, was one, one room. room. That, was, one room. that yeah. was the pillow cocaine room. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's kind of like a, it's like this weird harem that he has up there, and then it's it's bizarre. And then like one of his one of his well his bandmates dr- his decides, drummer his yeah. drummer becomes Keith Moon. Yeah, because he's like I'm the pilot now. Yeah, <laughs> just takes the pilot, throws him out, and, and starts uh, doing barrel, barrel rolls. rolls. Yeah, and dives yeah. and. And, like, they, and Malcolm McDowell is only concerned with saving the chalice full of cocaine. Yes. Like, all of this is happening. He's just like, keep this upright. Well, and they built a fuselage where they're rotating mm-hmm. them in this room as the plane is doing yeah. the thing. And they're just roll, rolling around the pillows and cocaine, and then the cocaine is going everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Yep. 
as cocaine often wants to do. (laughs) It was spoiled the second they opened it up. Yeah, they got crazy. Yeah, get it? Oh, oh, I get it. But I think that's when the song started playing too. Uh, Well, right after that, it was like as soon as I was like, oh, "Oh, when they let the people in, yeah, Yeah. okay. And I was like, oh, they're getting crazy now. And then like right on cue, yeah, there's the get crazy song. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Only other person they've got who's supposed to be on it is this legendary. Legendary folk singer. folk singer guitarist guy who Aslan or Arlen uh, Auden. Or, Auden. <laughs> okay. Auden is Auden. his name. Yeah. And he's played by Lou Reed. <laughs> and they go, yep. well, and Daniel Stern's like, Max, you're never going to get him to come out. He hasn't left his apartment in six years and Cut it's two. just not going to happen. <laughs> and, and Max is like, no, I'm going to call him on my deathbed. I'll, he'll do it. And, and it's Daniel Stern's like, request. okay, but he's, he's never left that left his apartment. He's like, well, we got to try. And he calls him. <laughs> And cut to Lou Reed sitting there just like strumming a guitar and some chick sitting on the sofa next to him. Yeah. And there are literally cobwebs <laughs> all over everywhere. Yeah, because he hasn't left in six years. Yeah. So obviously. <laughs> so this is how they <laughs> determine it. He apparently didn't sweep in six years or dust. He or hasn't anything, moved from but, that spot. Yeah. And Max is just like, I need you to come out. And he's like, no, man, I can't leave. Yeah, I got no inspiration is, yeah. his, is his reason for not coming out. Right. And he's like, I can't even use a phone. <laughs> and like, then oh, he's wait, like, wait great. a minute. <laughs> and then this, this is the point where he turns into Randy Newman. Because yeah. like, he starts strumming. He's like, never used a phone. <laughs> he's like, wait. And then he's like, don't interrupt me, Max. I got I got this. And Daniel turns in the background going, he's a genius. <laughs> <laughs> he's a voice of a generation. <laughs> yeah. And then, he, you know, he, he's like, this is... I got to tell you, Auden, this is a deathbed request. And he's like, oh, this is really inspiring. He's like, a deathbed request from Max. And Daniel Stern is just losing his mind back going, this is amazing. I'm witnessing rock history. And he's he's like, like, all right, I'll do it. I'll be there. And then so he just starts strumming and he's like, walking out the door. At first, like, I eat writing a song. He steps in front of a dude on roller skates who just completely loses control and spirals at you. Face plants into a wall. And then he just keeps walking across the street as stunt cars are just (laughs) swerving and And crashing. And one of them's a a taxi. And he just goes, oh, taxi. Hey, Hey, taxi. Taxi. (laughs) He gets in. Get in, you (laughs) son of a bitch. (laughs) He's like, where are you going? Saturday theater. He's like, take the scenic route. I need need some time to... Well, he sits there for, like... 30 seconds. Yeah. Just Sitting like strumming. Taxi. Yeah. Taking the taxi. <laughs> and they go speeding off. Uh-huh. Where do you want to go? Yeah. He's just, mm-hmm. But he, says, yeah, tell, take, he tells him to take the scenic route because yeah, he's got to write this song. working on some things. Yeah. This will come back later. Oh, yeah. In the best way possible because the next <laughs> yeah. time you see him. Yeah. He, so. he becomes the golf cart and Ernest goes to camp. Another deep cut reference from Chuck over there. Good job, Chuckles. Thanks. How have you spent your life, sir? <laughs> Remembering bullshit. That's what Chuck has done. What have you done with his life? Committed himself to remembering the stupidest bullshit possible. Yeah, hey, you know. So This is why you're here, Chuck. What else am I good for? Okay, last little side plot, minor side plot. Daniel Stern gets a call from his little sister who is at home and wants mm-hmm. to go, desperately wants to go to the show, especially when she finds out Auden is going to be there. And oh my God, he speaks to me. And because mm-hmm. she calls after he's like, Mom and Dad are like, we'll not let you get out of the house. I, I, it's, things are crazy. Things are getting crazy here. I got to call you back later. This and starts then, a genius series of gags. It's just like, none of these make sense, but they just keep coming and they're so damn stupid. <laughs> because the next time, next thing she does, his little sister is calls her friend who's in the bathtub. Yep. Naked. It's just like 
here's a reason to show some boobs. Yeah, this is and the definition gags. of gratuitous nudity. Because sure. like they have the soap suds just barely below the nipples. Right. Yeah. Well, this is actual person taking a bath, not movie yeah. person taking a bath. It's just like, I don't care. But then... What the hell? Because there's like there's two guys peeping in the window at her. Yes, but also like in the in the little sister's room, there's a giant goofy poster of Malcolm McDowell with crazy bug eyes, mm-hmm. and she goes and touches it, and this tongue comes she out. Kisses and the it. First, yeah. first the first eyes the, move. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. eyes the move. Eyes follow her out of the bathroom or whatever. <laughs> but I mean, really, just crazy bug eyes on this poster. The poster itself yeah, was a good gag. The poster is like four feet tall. Yeah, yeah. this is like a giant. Yeah, poster. it's not actual eyes. It's no. like these kind of glowing yeah. fake things. <laughs> Yeah. May have been animated. I don't know. It's like googly eyes on a poster is yeah. what it looked like initially. But it falls her around and then she kisses it and says, you speak to me or something like that. And then a giant tongue comes out. And then as she's walking around in the room talking on the phone, it starts flapping around at her. <laughs> and while that's going on, the girl in the bath is complaining about all these dudes trying to spy on her. And like two guys climb up on a ladder <laughs> yeah, they're doing the animal house thing. Yeah, and they go, ah, and she catches them, backwards. and they fall over, and then a dude in a fucking scuba suit goes out of the tub. It's just, it just, and it cuts back, and the poster's going crazy, yeah. and this guy in a scuba suit is coming to this. And they never show that chick again. No, I don't think she no, ever shows up. She was only there to provide nudity. <laughs> so, I mean, she may have been at the show, but maybe. they didn't really make a point to linger on her or anything. Mm, I don't know. Was she the woman who was giving things to Malcolm McDowell later in the show? Maybe. I don't. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. But. Okay. So, yeah. Little sister leaves and, like, does this thing where she's wearing, like, a school outfit and and walks walks by by Dick Miller. Yeah. Dick Miller and And his wife from Gremlins. Yes. Mrs. Futterman. They're the parents. The Futtermans are. And this is a year before. So, I mean. A year after. Right, no, this was 83. Gremlins yeah. is 84. Oh, okay. So yeah. I need to Pre-Gremlins. bone up on my Mrs. Futterman knowledge and see what else the two, that the, pair always, has been in. If she always works for... If that's his real wife. They're if, married. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. in, in your mind, they're married. Yes. But it's just one of those things that like... They just are. It just... it. I was totally not expecting to see that couple together. And it's only like two seconds. No, yeah. Where he's like, all right, have fun. At the yeah, thing. she walks out like, you know, in school uniform and everything and takes like three steps on the street. And then it's a shot of like all the various parts of clothing on the ground. And then like she's standing there and she's wearing like jazzercise, jazzercise outfit. And yeah. she's like, I'm going to the club, I, I guess. Yeah. I'm a jazzercise outfit. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be like, oh, she's so daring and edgy. But it's just like, eh, okay, she's wearing a giant shirt over her aerobics outfit. So what? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, that's that side. Block. There's the cast. Yep. <laughs> and then, and then, then the show starts. Then the show starts, and the wackiness begins. Of like, they let in all the people, and uh, the, pe- <laughs> the people in the exactly. audience are just <sighs> nuts. Yep. I mean, like, there's people in straight jackets. There's a guy with a torch. There's a guy with a torch. There's <laughs> there's a guy. There's, there's a, a giant, giant joint. joint. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and a bunch there's of there's a giant joint that is smoking. A joint. Well, I think it's also smoking. It is also on fire. Yes. It starts off. Now, I I appreciate the continuity because Mm -hmm. it starts off as a full joint. Mm -hmm. And as the movie goes on, it gets shorter and shorter having. And there's like a there's a crew of Rastafarians with him. And then (laughs) eventually, like some bikers come in, but like with their bikes. I mean, that's a whole whole sequence. And like, I mean, we're kind of skipping over, but it's fine. There's a lot of stuff in this movie that you really just have to see. Yeah. To get because there's so much shit going on. Most of these scenes have two or three hundred extras in them. Yeah. And they're all like, it's like bring the craziest, (laughs) like get your friends together. Just Uh bring your craziest shit and you can be in this movie. Yeah. So 
we we will miss many many things. We'll miss describing many many things. We but shouldn't just have to describe them right, all. We just, just tell you to watch this yeah, crazy see, fucking right, movie. All these so, things. Other things of note. Mm. Other things of note in the middle of this crazy crowd that's waiting for this show to happen. Yes. Um. Somewhere along the way, for whatever reason, they cut back to Ed Bagley Jr. Just because, <sighs> like, he's evil. You need to remember that he was in this movie and that he's evil. Yeah. And well, first off, he it's has to remind you that there is a plot. Yeah. Before before this, the first sort scene of. we have with him is him finally re- unveiling his plans to the foreign investors. Yes. Which oh, is the best presentation which is ever. Completely like all the stereotypical like Asians, Middle Eastern, and I don't know who the other people may Italians or something. I Germans. don't know. They all kind of walk in. Yeah. And two by two. He's got <laughs> he's got a model of the Saturn Club as it exists. Yeah. And he goes, "Here's the Saturn piece of shit, right?" And he takes this little ball that's glowing, kind of drops it in the top of it, and then the model explodes. Oh, yeah. And, like, Gloriously. And like half the people at the conference table, like, dive out of the way. Mm-hmm. And then his monolith <laughs> s- starts growing out of the center, and it's like this 80-story tall, shiny, shiny building, yeah. metal building yeah. that's... I don't think it's going to be a club. I don't know what it is. It's, it's like going to be his. Like rec- his it's going to be like Capitol studio. Records, yeah. Yeah. basically. Record it's just going to be in place. office. Yeah, like and, the, awful, and awful. they all just are like, oh, yeah. clap, clap, clap. But I love how it ends on his <laughs> maniacal face reflected. Yes. in the skyscraper yes. with I think maybe like a, a dollar sign or something over on the other side or something. Mm, I mean, it's yeah. just sort of like money, money, yeah, money. Because the, later, wow. when more insanity is going, they cut to another scene back with him where it's like, just remember that he's evil. <laughs> yes, and he is leading a. A little mouse, a white mouse, <laughs> through a maze with uh-huh. like a piece of cheese on a string. Yeah, and they 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 pan up, and the, and the maze is a, is a sign of a classic dollar sign. Yeah, and he gets it to the middle, and he's like, not so fast. And then he <laughs> slams his fist down onto this switch. Mm-hmm. The floor underneath the end of the maze drops down, and it's actually over a fish tank mm-hmm. that's got I don't know three inches of water in it and a baby gator. <laughs> hey, baby gator. <laughs> Uh huh. And as he proceeds to sit there and watch this, and mouse they give get, the mouse a little squeak, you know, a, a squeaky voice. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it just kind of chomps away, and he's like, and then you hear, and you hear, yeah. There's a lot of sound effect humor in this movie. Oh, a lot. Like when the frisbees go by. Oh, I laughed like an idiot at that because. Oh, oh. While we're talking about animal cruelty, we skipped skipped uh, one thing. Yeah. We skipped. The nephew. God, I totally skipped that. In the beginning. Like one of the first scenes of the movie. Yeah. This little like poodle. Yeah. But we're talking like, you know, little teacup type. I guess it's Max's dog. The the guy that owns it. Because I guess. Kind of following him around and he just kind of looked down like. But it runs up to him. Well, because Max like is like dismissing me. He's like, "Go get me a chili dog or something like that." And, yes. this, and then like this dog is there, and it's like, "I'm fuck this dog." If this is Max's dog, fuck this dog. Go, go ahead. I, I was just gonna set it up. Oh well, he just oh the man punted Baxter. I mean, yeah, he, <laughs> he, he field goals Baxter. Yeah, I mean, it was like a two step, bam. Yes. And then he just gets a shit eating grin on his face and kind of walks away. Yeah, it flies like literally across the concert hall. And yeah, it hits a and like head over something. tail. Yeah, it hits no, the, the lighting board. My note, my yeah. note for this in, in all caps is dog kicking motherfucker. <laughs> it's not dog a real dog, mind you. It's obviously stuff, but sure. still, the implication is that yeah, he just boot cut. And- but it's a gag because once it's done, there's a shot of the dog like, hey, <laughs> like you son of a bitch, why hey, did you do that? It's a oh. gag, and they so, actually pay that gag off at the end of the mm-hmm. stupid. Way. <laughs> of course they so do. king blues is rolled up he's the first act to go on yeah and the car is trash and like doors falling off gags mm-hmm. you know as they arrive they, they they go to get on stage and 
apparently he forgot to bring a band or the or the house was supposed to provide a band yeah mm-hmm. because he's got his guitarist and then he's like i got the perfect band for you and they they bring out the, like the the world's most stereotypical jews yep. i mean there's no other way to say yeah. it i mean yeah. it's just like here you go, 1980s Jews. Yes. Well, they make and, the joke. He goes, you were supposed to get me a bunch of bluesmen. Yeah. He goes, not, well, not a bunch of Jews. You got me a, joke, a bunch of Jewsmen. Jews yeah. <laughs> they're like, no, 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 just give them a chance. Give them a chance. And they just they go to each of them. They do, they do the, the whip pan from each of them, and they go, shalom. Yeah. <laughs> shalom. Hi there. Yeah. <laughs> so they're about to go on stage, and their drummer has his girlfriend there, and they both have braces, and they go to kiss, and they do the yeah. braces get locked thing. So that enables one of the stagehands to be like, hey, you need to go play drums. You're pretty good. Go play with them. The king needs you. Yeah. <laughs> so they go on to perform and like these guys are like a real blues band, you mm-hmm. know, despite all appearances. And yeah. Yeah. And they're, so they play a couple of songs. They're like, the, they're like the funkiest Jews since the Beastie Boys. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And there's the one Jew with a triangle going oh, nuts. Yeah. yeah. Well, I th- that, that was actually the drummer. I think once he loosened himself from the braces, he, he needed like, some kind of percussion. Yeah. To he play. was like, I sure. can play triangle. So. But yes, King Blues comes out and sings Hoochie Coochie Man, among other songs. Mm-hmm. This is important. Because yeah, that's important. In a, in a minute. So yeah, they, they play a set and more wackiness is going on behind this the whole yeah, time. It this never... is just the weirdest show ever. Okay. It looked it, like, like the every awesomest genre show is just ever. Insane, like completely different, but like all like and everyone in the crowd is completely random. They love it. Like, yeah. There is Whatever's no, on going on. Yeah. There yeah. is no scene of people. They are just random. It doesn't matter what you are. There's, you're a, here. Yeah. There's obviously a couple fans for each band because like a couple people are more like, oh, my God, this band. Right. Or, you know, but so they I mean, they play a lot of songs. A lot of more gags happen in the background. You know, a little bit of stories <laughs> unfolded here. And it's there. just it's just constant it's, chaos going yeah. on. Yes. The entire movie. Yeah. Yes. Once that show starts, I mean, it is like they ramp up the chaos mm-hmm. of just it ceases to be a everything. story and just becomes a series of events. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a concert film with gags. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Yes. <laughs> Gags. Yeah. So they play their set and then Nada comes on. Yes, they the do. 20 year old girl group. <laughs> Christ, there's a lot of yeah. people in this band. And we are expecting like hardcore punk band. That's what their look is, especially and with they couple. basically play like a Go Go's song. Yeah. yeah. They play Tony Basil, basically. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. And we're like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. And it's catchy. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's 80s catchy. Yeah, sure. Dudes keep kind of trying to get up on the stage, and oh, the lead singer keeps kicking them in the like face. Roundhouse kicks one yeah, or two. She yeah, punches them right yeah. off. Throwing dudes off, punching them in the face. And we're yeah. like, okay. There's stunts and, and all kinds of chaos. Yeah, and they finish that song, and this is when they're like, all right, it's time for Piggy. <laughs> Bring out the gimp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they've Who chained is- him to the stairs backstage because he was, you know, going to murder everyone. Almost rips the top off of some passing lady that yeah. goes walk but walks by. Mm, yeah, she, he's she's just, just like, "Oh, piggy," and he's like, "Yeah, boobs, <laughs> <laughs> like mm-hmm. boobies." Ah. <laughs> yeah, and Daniel Stern's like, "All right, <laughs> unleashing piggy." Yeah, and they cut him loose, and he just barrels out onto the stage. Mm-hmm. And this is when they suddenly play like a hardcore punk number. Yeah, where yeah. he is just screaming, Coochie Coochie man, but first, <laughs> yes, into the, the microphone. But it, yeah, like the, his intro. The, the music that they're playing that's leading him into there is obviously Hoochie Coochie Man all over again. Yeah. To which King Blues ha- is like, somebody's playing my song. <laughs> yeah. So he like yeah. goes to the side of the stage and, mm-hmm. and which, then Piggy comes out and he's like, Hoochie Coochie Man, Hoochie Coochie Man, one, two, three, four. <laughs> yeah. It's a chaotic punk and, version of the song. And, and it, he starts the stage diving. 
Yes, to well, the point where he stage dives. Well, the first thing he does yeah, is yeah. he runs out from from behind the stage or stage left, yeah, yeah. and just runs all the way across the stage and leaps. That was a glorious <laughs> and, swan dive. Yeah. And I mean, just, we're like, I mean, we're talking like if if there weren't a crowd there, this would have been an epic belly flop. Yes, because I mean, yeah, he's yeah. just like yeah. arms he, and legs back, you know, back arched. And yeah, just like well, he would have skipped across the water had he been <laughs> yes. jumping into a pool at least. It was because he was times. just he was booking it. It was yeah. epic. Yeah. But then he like makes it all the way to the where the balcony is, and mm-hmm. dudes are up on the balcony like, "Should I jump?" And he's like, "You should jump!" Yeah, little sister's up there, she jumps. Yeah, the doctor's up there, he's back because <laughs> yes. basically he's come back and like done a joke where he's like, "Ah, it was just the Chinese food that you. Yeah, 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 you'll be yeah, fine you'll in be, an hour. You'll be hungry again yeah. in an hour. <laughs> yes, because that's so, a good game. Yeah, but he's also covered in blood because yes. he said he had to go. He had another surgery. <laughs> he just uh, comes. He had in. a heart transplant. Is what <laughs> I'm he's going said. to point out some random trivia, just like Chuck's been doing with random references. Okay. That was the same doctor that was in. The bit with the invisible man in the Kentucky Fried movie with Ed Bagley Jr. Yes, yes. <laughs> nice. Get away! We don't have any more cigarettes. Yeah, and the 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 well, lighting that guy board has been in a ton. So there of you stuff. go. Oh yeah, he's like a Roger Corman staple. Mm-hmm. As is the girl who was running yeah, the lighting board, who was in Night of the Comet and yeah. a bazillion other things. Yeah, but that's it's Paul BMF Bartel. Alum. Yeah. Yep. Who? Yeah. The two of them are almost like a package deal. They are mm-hmm. always together, and they're in Chopping Mall. Mm-hmm. I was going <laughs> to say Chopping Mall is <laughs> yeah. one of them. And I think he's in Clue also, isn't he? No. No, he's not. Yeah, the other person that shows up randomly is the usher at one of the doors. Is oh, Clint yeah. Howard. Clint Howard. He's just looking there. pretty normal, actually. Like, yeah. <laughs> what happened to Clint Howard? But yeah, just random people that show sure. up in this movie. So yeah, Nada does her thing, and Piggy does his thing, and a bunch of people stage dive, and everyone's okay, and then there's like judges giving ratings to the people that are yeah. jumping off the balcony. And yeah. Yeah, like everybody jumps off the balcony. Now, we should mention that earlier... During one of Daniel Stern's dumbass fantasy sequences, when he sees what's her face, uh, Robert Picardo walks in and starts extinguishing fires. And he's the fire marshal mm-hmm. who has shown up to say, you know, no fires, no, no pyrotechnics, no explosions, mm-hmm. no nothing, because I'm in charge. Please state the nature of your flammable woman emergency. <laughs> yeah. So that establishes him. He's really not in it that much after that, but it establishes, hey, no fireworks, because then... Malcolm McDowell's band comes on. Rajay Wanka! And he, they're like, hey, no fireworks, no pyrotechnics. He's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Sure. And oh. as he's walking on stage, he flicks his hands. <laughs> yes, he does a, at, a dumbass flash paper Marv trick at him. Like, Marv. <laughs> he does an illusion. Yes. Um, so, yeah, but he is... Then Michael McDowell gets out there and just... He is all... I don't he even does know his own singing, him. I guess. I wouldn't call it singing. It's a he's, thing. He does his own performance. He, he's walking around like Mick Jagger. And, it's a little bit Mick Jagger. It's and just yelling like Michael M- Malcolm McDowell. He's just yeah. yelling, and he's yeah. got a giant codpiece. Christ, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ridiculous. He's he's shirtless with you know like a cape robe thing, yeah. and a giant codpiece, and he's just strutting around stage and doing stuff and he he does that first number and then mm-hmm. backs up against the, the first number called uh hot shot hot shot yeah because that that he sings the sad version later but <laughs> yeah but he backs up against where the, the drummer's platform and just fucking fireworks start shooting out of his codpiece amazing he is so cock rock yeah that he has a fireworks codpiece yeah and, uh, and- drummer is the drummer from the doors yep okay so yeah. Which is why they, he was actually really good. They give him a good amount of time to yeah. drum. There, oh, there, yeah. there are good yeah. sequences of him well, drumming. Well, they go from that into the next song, where yeah. by now, Daniel Stern's sister mm-hmm. has made it to the front row. She and, loves him. Yeah, and the idea is that Reggie Wanker is like 
like women melt as He's soon a rock as they guy. get near him. Yeah. Yes. Like they cannot handle it. Right. And so he brings the sister up on the stage who immediately starts like, you know, yanks her jacket off and is pulling the sides of her jazzercise yeah. outfit down. And Daniel Stern literally runs onto the stage and drags her off. <laughs> right. That The beginning of that song is when the, the woman in the audience first gives him a turtle. Yes. Like, yes. here, take yeah. this turtle. And he's like, all right. Uh, and, and then... And disappears. Like, and then the... Completely d- random just turtle. So fucking random after that. If, there's, if the turtle wasn't random enough, someone passes a fucking refrigerator. <laughs> it's a fucking fridge. And this girl is like... Her, and she goes, it's from me, <laughs> It's from me. And it just disappears. Yeah, again. it's just... Uh, just goes, goes, stage hands to run out and take it. But just the image of this... Refrigerator being passed around like a beach ball I mean, amongst the crowd. It's this point that you realize that when they were writing the script for this movie, they were high as fuck. Holy. <laughs> they were just like, what would be funny here? Turtle. Yeah. Were, I can't think They're of anyone. Gags. I cannot think of anyone that was not high as fuck making this movie. Speaking of high as fuck, when 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 Terrence Stamp starts his I'm never gonna give I'm never gonna use his real name it's okay Um, any of them Uh, when he starts a song uh, King Blues is like am I going crazy or is that my song again but right before that he's being given um, a joint he and the guitar player being Mm -hmm. given joints by was it Captain Cloud again sure yeah Yeah. who is the some guy from the the turtles yeah um, oh, yeah. oh, there's the turtle reference. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sure. Um, but he's he, they talk about how great the weed is, and, and King Blues is smoking on it. He's like, man, I'm going to go down there and see this for myself. I'm going to go bask in my own greatness. And he just steps off the scaffolding. Yeah. He's like, turns around and looks. I forget what he says, but he's like, yeah. Well, the guy's like, you don't want to do that. Yeah. yeah. He's like, he's like oh. I'm all right. I'm all right. He just steps out and he's like, <laughs> he just floats away. Yeah. Man, you are really high. Something like that. Well, he, he, says something like, he says like, I'm really high. And then cool. <laughs> he's like, I got to hit this motherfucker. Again. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah. And he just floats yeah. down to the stage. Because uh, <laughs> yes, third version of Hoochie Coochie Man now yep, done yeah. by, by Mick Jagger McDowell. Now, and, I want to rewind just a little okay, bit. Okay. Just Please do. One scene no. is when Nada went off the stage and back to their room. Yeah. Oh, and, right. And magic drug pimp gimp oh, yeah, guy yeah. came up. Yeah, because they were like, like oh, we don't have right. any drugs. Oh, yeah. No, no, he, <laughs> no, he comes in and he's like, champagne. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, cheap champagne. Cheap champagne. champagne. And then Nada herself is like, oh, sh- champagne again? Yeah. And then this is like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> And he enters like '80s video style, yes. or like the smoke, and then yeah. but, Captain Planet. And we, did we mention he's got like red glowing yeah. eyes? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, I mean, his whole face is just stocking. He's just creepy it's, as yeah. shit looking, but he's got the case, and he does the little electrifies, and the suitcase pops open, it's just, and a bowl of cocaine floats up, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then immediately divides itself into oh, like yeah, yeah. It's eight like a, to ten it's lines. Like a rock it's like a cocaine starts. rock. Yeah. He waves his hand over it, <laughs> it and it turns into pe- powder, perfectly yeah. cut powder, and then the, the and powder then starts to distribute into lines and everything. Like, sun in the middle. It's like a sun yeah. with rays yeah. coming out of it. And yeah. the girl goes, "Are you married?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's the end that's of Nada. Like that is gag. Nada's last scene. Yeah, is... no, they have. Well, they leave. One they're more they're more in the half, finale, but... but and there was okay. There was another scene earlier where the the nephew or whatever has there's a fire backstage, and he's like he's like, "Well, fuck it. There's going to be a fire." And <laughs> well, yeah, because he wants the place to burn down, right? But most of that's not important to the gag. The gag is that Daniel Stern goes down to the men's room to turn off the water or turn on the oh water. God. And the, 
It is the most exaggerated bad men's bathroom uh, where there's like a foot of water on the floor. And he's floor. got waiters on. And, <laughs> yeah. and there's well, a, he has a headset where he goes, I'm going into the men's right. room. There's a dude on the floor and there's like a six foot hypodermic needle sticking <laughs> out of this guy who's just out on the floor. There's also and a, a shark, shark <laughs> swimming through the men's room. And it pans by like the guy's oh legs and they're God. all just like... <laughs> All the jeans are wet, and they're just standing there like nothing's going on. This would be the most amazing drug movie. <sighs> then, I'm realizing that. Like, if we were high watching this... I think we got I can't high imagine. watching this. Yeah, I got contact high from this. I, can't, I cannot imagine. <laughs> One of the stalls, he pushes open, and there's a guy sitting in there. You see a sign that says, hookah hits. Yeah. And there's a Rastafarian sitting in there with a with a hookah, yeah. and he just blows a cloud of smoke on Daniel Stern. <laughs> Who then goes and turns the water back on and returns to that stall, yes. and you see like uh, hookah hits one dollar and loose joints two dollars, mm-hmm. and he blows another enormous cloud of smoke <laughs> into Daniel Stern's face before Daniel Stern goes whoa and walks out. <laughs> right, just yeah, dumbass okay. gag. Yeah. So anyway, back to Malcolm McDowell. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So yeah, he leaves. He, you know, they're playing their song, and sure, he leaves to let the. The drummer, the drummer go nuts. 20 minutes solo. In which he like bites into, like he suddenly pulls up two turkey legs and starts starts playing with those. He's just drumming and he's just drumming and drumming and drumming and drumming and drumming. And he starts sweating and he starts flinging sweat. And it's like, you know, it's gag. He's he's like a fire hose. (laughs) Right. He's like a fire hose of sweat going back and forth. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. know. I guess he breaks he did, his drumsticks. Yeah, he ends up like playing with his head, and then he plays with like actual like turkey like drumsticks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he takes a bite and then starts banging away. And meanwhile, Terrence Stamp has gone upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> um, there we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, it's like fucking orgy city up there. Yeah, it's just, well, yeah. And he like he didn't want anything to do with his girlfriend slash right. wife, whatever she was. It was and, like and, some supermodel because she's on the cover of some magazine. Yeah, but he, he goes in the room. He's all right, <laughs> It's time to party, you know, and this is in the middle of the song. And there are like a dozen women in there basically like with bottoms on. But that's it. Yeah. And they're all dogpile him. Yeah. Yeah, Because like when he actually leaves the room, they're literally floor to ceiling and he's crawling out through the middle of like three naked women. Yeah. Peeling underwear out of his teeth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But his wife happens to walk in and see him doing this. Yeah. And she's like, and she wants revenge. So, of course, she goes to the virgin guy and drags him in. Yeah. All this leads to is is Malcolm McDowell coming out of the room after, you know, and the one girl goes, oh, it's my birthday. And he goes, and he shoves underwear in her face and goes, well, happy birthday. And then he hears, and then he sees his wife having sex with the other guy. Yeah, with the nerd. And this breaks his heart. Apparently, yes. He yeah. just, yeah. he just well, had sex with no, a floor-to-ceiling women. After the orgy, he crawls out of the pile and he's like, I don't want this. I want love. I want my yeah. wife. And he's like, I'm yeah. t- I want to be loved. And so he sees that and he's immediately just heartbroken. He's like, I know what the blues is. And he goes out to the stage and then sings the sad version of his first song. Of hot shot. Yes. <laughs> he just <laughs> falls down. Down on the stage and just starts singing to you know the two or three people who and then the girls in the front row are crying. Yes, they're like, "Oh, what's wrong yeah. with you?" And he, but then he goes off stage and he's like, "I'm done with it all. I just can't." And the crowd is going nuts, like Reggie, yeah. Reggie, yeah. And Daniel Stern's trying to get him yeah. to go one out. One more, you have to play one more. Come on. And something else that we missed, yes, is Dr- magic, magic drug, drug genie, show drug genie guy spiked the water cooler. Well, because yeah. because the evil nephew and and Robert Ricardo run into each other and knock each other out. <laughs> Yeah. In the hallway. Okay. After the fireworks have gone <laughs> yeah. off. Yes. Yeah. And so they're laying there and like 
they're about to get him some water, a magical drug fairy shows up yeah, and drops LSD into, into the water cooler. And then, like, they feed both of them water, so they go off on weird little trips. Like, mm-hmm. Evil Nephew becomes yeah. one of the hippie guys. Yeah. Robert Bernardo. Yeah. He strips off all his clothes he's and like, is just, he go, he's like upstairs for half a second just yelling about something. He's and that's putting the out last, fires that aren't there. And yeah, that's like, the last time you see him. Yeah. But, yeah. but, but same, this same means water that fountain. Yeah. the same yeah. water fountain is when they give Malcolm McDowell a drink. And this LSD is all animated. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. you get little sparkly. You get the rings of Saturn yeah. around your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, I don't feel good and staggers off to the men's room. And, uh, and this is the scene we were talking about that everyone knows this movie for. Yes. Yep. Because he goes to the men's room. Yeah, and he goes to the men's room and he suddenly hears a voice. Uh-huh. Hey, Malcolm. Yeah, and he's like, hey, like, Malcolm. <laughs> Reggie, Reggie. Reggie. Terrence. 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 Hi, Terrence. Terrence. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's this little squeaky, high-pitched, it's him. you know, cockney it's him voice. Yeah. And I'm just like, he's talking to his fucking cock, isn't he? <laughs> yes, he and is. yep, and he's like, oi, Reggie, down here. <laughs> you gotta pick yourself up, mate. <laughs> you gotta you got, get back out you there. You gotta make it about the music and the fun again. <laughs> yeah. right? Let's shake on it. Oh, not that oh. hard. <laughs> it is. He actually refers to him, I think, at one point as Mr. Cock. Yeah. yeah oh, is that you, old cock? I didn't know you were talking <laughs> Just... Yeah, <laughs> Malcolm. Like, no, the trivia in the IMDb. If it's, oh, the trivia is fucking fantastic. If, if the trivia is t- true in IMDb, it's that he didn't read the entire script. He's like, I want to be a rock god on stage, and then yeah. like he gets on to the set, and somebody goes, "How are you going to play the part when you talk to your penis?" And he's like, "What? What?" <laughs> he had no idea. He had already signed on, had already started filming, and then was like, "Wait, what? I talked to my penis." Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So that happens. Yeah. So poor Malcolm McDowell. Oh yeah. yeah he's, he goes back out and has one more song, and you know everything's yeah. happy, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's like one scene later where he's talking with the drummer in the bathroom, <laughs> where he's just like, yeah. "I want you to meet our new manager." And it's like, "Hello." <laughs> yeah. He's, he's like, "Warm a drink." So like, I'm not gonna shake on it. <laughs> I'm not gonna touch it. Yeah, I'll just pour <laughs> alcohol on your dick. And somewhere along the way, Ed Bagley's goons had shown up and given the, oh, the nephew and they had this, planted the, the bomb yeah they had planted a bomb that was going to blow up the place they told him it was going to be a stink bomb blah 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 and then he becomes the hippie guy long story short like by the end of the movie it becomes like we've got to find the bomb it's going to blow up at midnight we've got to decode his lsd fuel blah 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 yeah it's in the rocket oh my god last Whatever. second well, like the last second, it becomes like the beach ball in the crowd. Because, right. Well, because Daniel Stern goes out on stage. He's like, you all got to get out of here. There's literally a bomb. And they're like, yeah, Yay, party. But so like eventually it falls out of the, of the rocket ship and they're beach balling it across the stage until it bounces all the way outside, gets thrown into Ed Bagley Jr.'s limo yeah. and it, it blows explodes. up. Boom. Yes. But comically, because they yes. crash through a skylight or something mm-hmm. all, you know, Wiley Coyote, right. you know, <laughs> dusted up and just like, yeah. oh, well, guess that plan didn't work. Womp womp. Now, because there's so much shit going on in this movie, there's one scene we neglected to mention. Oh, earlier, okay. earlier <laughs> way earlier. Because yeah. like we were talking about Lou Reed t- saying, take the, the scenic route. Yeah. The very next time you see him in the cab, which is only like 10, 15 minutes later. They're out in like the Mojave Desert. Yes. They're like, yeah. like there's coyotes and shit going on, and you could put you, and it never goes inside the car. You just yeah. hear him from like where the camera about where the camera should be. Just like in the desert now, yeah, strumming away, yeah. still writing his his Randy Newman epic. The the best part though is like they they get back, they cut to that stuff again when they're mm-hmm. driving through the city, and Lou Reed sort of stops strumming for a second and looks up and goes, 
whoa, when did it get dark? Or why did it get dark? And the cab driver just says, night. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, the other best part of his song that's going on is there's a point where a car is driving on the wrong way and it's about to literally hit his car. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's Ed, Ed Begley's yeah. limo. Yeah. Ed Begley's limo. Because they're racing to get to the theater. Right, yeah, right. they kidnapped curly-haired girl. Right. Yeah, now there's another crazy Stop side plot. But yeah. like, the, the funny thing about it is, is like, they show inside the car and all, like, Ed Begley and his two henchmen that are the yes-men, they all go, we're gonna die! And then they cut to Lou Reed. He's like, we're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> Lou Reed has become uh, Bob Dylan, apparently. Yeah. Well, he, he sings like Bob Dylan yeah, yeah, at the end does. of this movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let's say, let's face it, Lou Reed, Tom Petty, yeah. Bob Dylan, they're all the same person. Yeah. But then, like, you know, it's, hooray, it's 1983. Yeah. And then, like, at 1201, everyone's like, fuck it. And they all <laughs> bail out of the thing. Like, all the bands leave. Like, they and, run out of there. Yeah, and that's when Lou Reed shows up. Yeah, and Lou Reed just <laughs> walks, walks in. in strumming a guitar. He's like, oh, I guess I missed it. Yeah. And they're like, well. Oh, well, you can play next year. Cool or, to meet you. and Or, hey, meet my little sister who yeah. loves you. And yeah. and we're like, wow, we never got to hear his, his epic. <laughs> And that's because finally over the credits, he's playing just for her. Yeah. The the summary of the movie. Loving your little well, sister. Yeah. yeah. The summary more or less of, of his version of the movie where he's been. Yeah. And that's how the movie ends. And she's just like, yay. Yeah. Nice little Lou Reed song over the closing credits. Yeah. yeah. As all the other bands like get to their cars and tear the hell out yes. of there. And yeah. So and like, then, well, and as not as leaving, they're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> 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 kind of like the Batman theme. Sort yeah, it of, is. Yeah. Sort of. And Max gives the lease to the place to Daniel Stern. Yeah. yeah the, and the, says, you're in charge now. The last 10 minutes is just a mix of a ton of cliches where it's just, there, there's a bomb, save the theater, they sign over the, the lease. Center, yeah. Basically. You know, I know. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just a bunch of, du- they figure everyone they who was up. at this theater was like, like they all came back down yeah. and they had to they like, oh, oh we got to wrap this shit up. This all right. Give Daniel Stern the theater and blah, blah, blah. And then have a bunch of dogs chase the nephew away because that's the dog revenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. The end. The end. God, this <sighs> movie's random. Yeah. And somehow we rambled on about it. This is a drug fueled frenzy. Mm-hmm. Now, let's get to important ratings first. Stargrove. No Stargrove. 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 Lou Reed. Lou Reed qualifies alone. the yes. movie for the yeah. Stargrove. Makes this a Stargrove. Yeah. Lou Reed Stargrove. Yeah. Stargrove. Stargrove. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. You I'm just, happy. You just wanted us to say that. Huh? <laughs> yeah. But it, it does. It's. Yeah. I'll take a Stargrove however I get it, even if it's be all right, Stargrove. No. <laughs> no. I Maybe was, gets yeah. a Stargrove. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I was thinking about it for a sec. Yeah. yeah. Sure. All right. Other it's, ratings. Oh, the, the Jocks bag yes, rating? The, yes. The normal rating. Oh, man. I'd like to give it nine bags of cocaine. <laughs> I can rate this movie very easily. Well, go ahead and do it if you're. If it's rate so that movie. I can rate this movie in four notes. Four jocks. How about that? I fucking love this movie. Only four? I was Only expecting four. you to give it more. It's, I was expecting a fifth. I, I'm sorry. It's it's so close. It's not quite Xanadu, and it's <laughs> it's. It's about it's as similar. close as we've had to the yes. contact high of a movie as Xanadu. Not quite it's Xanadu. not quite Xanadu, but it's damn close, and it's a high, high four. And I do mean high. <laughs> high. I love yeah. this insanity of a movie. All right. Somebody else. I'm going three jocks. Like, uh, so many gags actually work. Yes, they do. And are genuinely enough. funny. I, I do wonder what my rating would be had I seen this without everyone cackling in the room along with me. You would have been pissed. I probably would have. You would yes. have I, I probably would have just been like, God, <laughs> you guys, what are you, what the fuck? Cocaine's <laughs> a hell of a drug. Mm. But yeah, it's three. It's 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 good. It's funny. Watch it with friends. 
Yeah. That's my warning. Yeah. Watch it with friends. Have some sugar or some caffeine and, or some alcohol. Mm-hmm. Man. I analogize this movie by comparing it to, it is like if the Blues Brothers did a bunch of cocaine and didn't go anywhere. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is the feeling with this movie because mm-hmm. it's gag after gag after gag after gag and, and tons of musical guests yes. and stunts mm-hmm. and wackiness. Fewer crashed cars, though, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. But um, I am going to give it four of the jocks because it is that much fun. And I I, I like seeing Terrence Stamp play <laughs> Mick <know>. Jagger. <laughs> In the Malcolm McDowell story. Right. Yep. <laughs> um, come on. Five jocks. Yep. I have no Xanadu bias. I'm sorry. We do. I obviously have, you know, I, I have mean, I've seen Xanadu, Xanadu, but I haven't but... seen it with you guys, so I don't have that experience. I don't have anything Ugh. to compare it to, but, you know. That may be not, one of our least coherent episodes. <laughs> even not comparing it to Xanadu, I still think it, it kind of falls a little bit short of the five jocks mark. I do not. I I noticed that <laughs> I there were so many sequences where just alternating good and bad gags kept happening to where I could not stop. You just would not <laughs> stop laughing. Yeah, it was it was ninety three minutes of Chuck laughing behind me. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's what I saw. <laughs> that's, that's exactly we're what I saw. Continuing the proud tradition this week of imitations. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Five jocks. I loved it. It's fantastic. Yeah, I loved it. And we're, it we better than cats. we sold that Malcolm McDowell scene short. Yeah, the we PS sold a lot of scenes short. Sure, to be honest. Yeah. And look, we talked about maybe ten percent of the gags in this movie. This is true. There's so many gags. Yeah, there's. There are probably some that we missed because there's so much stuff going on mm-hmm. in the background. There's a crowd of people at all times. Yeah. So we've been talking yeah. about it for an almost hour. an hour. Almost an hour. Mm-hmm. So there's another hour of gags. <laughs> well, we only covered ninety percent. So there's like. Or we only covered ten percent, so right. there's nine more hours worth yes. of gags. Exactly, it's a lot of gags. You could talk about those gags for nine hours. They're folks. the gags that keep on gagging. Yeah, yeah, but we have a second half to do, so let's go take a break. Okay, break time. Welcome back. Hey, back Yay. Second, Yay. second half of the podcast. Time for second halfing. Guess what we're going to do this half? Less cocaine. Talk about movies? Yeah, less cocaine for sure. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, less yeah, cocaine. Kind of More summer movie classics. Yep. Yeah. Summer movie preview happening summer after Chuck movie. tells us about a couple things he's seen. Preview. I watched the movies. I forgot we were doing summer movie preview, so I made the mistake of watching a couple of movies. No. Uh, sorry, I watched In Bruges, which in, I'd never seen before. I'd never Bruges. seen a single frame. Uh, it in Bruges. Yeah. Did in Seven Bruges. Psychopaths compel you Basically, to Basically, I saw it was on cable and was like, I should probably see, you know, this guy's first movie. I know everyone loves it. Yeah. Uh, that movie's fantastic. Good. It is a roller coaster of tone <laughs> because mm-hmm. I certainly didn't expect it to end up where it did after the way it started, but it's really good. I mean, just really good. If you've never seen it, you should really see it. Okay. It's simply fantastic. The other movie I saw was uh, Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans. Oh, Okay. First, settle yourself. It's two hours and ten minutes. Oh, okay. We're never yeah, watching this never movie for the Bamcast. Okay. It is. It is half a Bamcast movie, half a real movie. Hmm. It's odd. Does it break some time in the middle and become a documentary? 
<laughs> Sorry. Uh, order, order her yeah, I know. Yeah. No, although, no. yes, actually, oh, okay. it sort of does. All right. <laughs> there are times when he picks up a handheld camera and just starts shooting random shit, and it's weird and awkward and pretentious. Okay. Um, awesome. That is a weird, 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 weird movie. It has random Val Kilmer in it. It has random exhibit in it. Um, What? Nicolas Cage adopts a weird speech impediment halfway through the movie that then goes away. (laughs) He's consistent with it throughout the entire second act, and then it goes away. Almost like he had dental work done specifically during the middle half of the movie. (laughs) Which I don't know how that's possible because they don't film movies all in a row like that. So yeah. it's just really strange. He is out of his goddamn mind. Like it, so that it, it's my understanding this is the last great Nick Cage out of his mind performance. Like we really, he kind of toned it down after that movie. Maybe I. This was 2010, was it? I think so. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I, 2009, I mean, even. Yeah, I mean, like Stolen was nothing. Yeah, like stolen. I mean, he's so laid back and stolen. Whereas in this, he's like half laid back, half you know. Yeah, and like drive angry. He was the least crazy thing in that movie. Yeah, so. but he was pretty crazy in that. No, he wasn't. Kind of was. Yeah, there are moments. Nah. And what? Drive angry. Drive angry. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he was he but was not on the level of something like Bad Lieutenant, where he's just flying around yeah crazy nick cage that you want yeah there's a lot of what you want in this movie like if you want crazy nick cage there is a lot of it in this movie what where, you want when you need it i mean there are moments where i was afraid for the other actors in the scene like i thought oh god they have no idea what he's about to do yeah <laughs> so there's a lot of that it, it's worth it's worth a watch i'll say that okay we can't watch it. it's too fucking long all right i mean it really runs out of steam like an hour and 15 minutes and and you realize there's mm-hmm. another hour and you just go, oh, God, that doesn't sound like fun. So. But now let's talk about summer movies. OK. Yay. Yay. Summer movies. Summer movies. One that is not on the summer movie list from IMDb that is coming out will be out by the time this posts. Yeah. Will be pain and gain. Pain and gain. Pain and gain. Will it? I thought April 26th. Yeah. Oh, yeah. OK. Summer starts. April. I thought Iron Man was the start of it, but I. Well, oh, that's the now. start. I mean, IMDb says summer movies start in May, but you pain know, and gain. Pain and gain is pain coming out. Okay, two it days has the from rock now. In it. Yes. No, no. I just I thought it came out. After. <laughs> it has the rock in it. Yeah. Therefore, I'm not correcting you that movie. it doesn't feel like a summer movie. <laughs> I know it's weird. Summer has now started earlier and earlier every okay. year. Well, because yeah. I mean, argu- I mean arguably, I know. you know, GI Joe is almost a summer movie. Technically, sort of it is thing, a summer movie. You know? <laughs> it just got delayed nine months. Well, yeah. But yeah, um, Penny Gain, I, I don't know. The I'm only, not sold. The only thing I hope for is that it's, I just, I hope that it's, you know, Michael Bay doing the bad boys thing, you know, like that's, that's the Michael Bay I want. I might, I want Michael Bay, bad boys, the rock Michael Bay. Yeah. Action, comedy, crime, drama, thriller. That's, I'm just saying that's, I, that's I, bad boys. Yeah. I enjoy Here's, the shit out of Michael Bay when he doesn't go too big. When he goes too big, it's like, ugh. This doesn't I, look too big. I don't know if you can. Yeah, I, I mean, you can't obviously go Transformers with no. this kind of. Yeah, movie. and it is based on real events. Yes. So you're Loosely. not going to have well, so horses bouncing down the highway as they dodge them, and that sort of stuff. Okay. okay. I, at least <laughs> I figure I would have seen something like that in the trailers if that was what sure. was happening. So 
Yeah, I mean, I was excited for this movie, and then when like when the trailer started coming out, I was like, ah, maybe they're just holding back. The I, trailers I, really unsold me on it, to be honest. Yeah, it's like when the trailer hit, I was like, oh, that doesn't match my expectation for what I thought this was going to be. Yeah. So I, I I'm kind of hoping that the trailers just aren't selling it right, which then is also unfortunate. But I don't know. So yeah. I would like to see it. I don't know if it's one I'm going to venture out to see. Mm-hmm. No, I would have I, to hear some people go. You know, hey, this movie. I think Harlow will, because aren't you kind of on a quest to see all of the Rocks movies? This no, year? I, well, I missed um, Snitch. Yeah. So oh, I mean, no. I feel like it's already lost. I mean, it'll be on video before the end of the year. I'm sure. Oh. But it'll <laughs> yeah. Yeah. probably be on video, video before the end of the week. <laughs> yeah. So, before I mean, the end of this podcast. That was one of those. That, that, that one's snuck out, and I was like, oh shit! There goes my quest to rock. <laughs> <laughs> I want to rock. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> But then we get to May, uh-huh. and shit gets real. Yeah, <laughs> Iron Man three. I still can't believe that's coming out in the first part of May. It's so it feels weird and it's wrong. Time. I, I, yeah, it's summer. It can't. Okay. Every year it's come out the first week of May that they've released them. Okay, so. it just I don't know. It just feels weird. Like it feels like summer shouldn't be starting. But hey, well, you know, I mean, like Oblivion came out last week. That to me seemed like it should have been a summer movie, and you know, mid April that thing comes out. I don't know. Yeah, that one I just. I'm so frustrated that they gave away so much in the trailers. Yeah. Yeah. That I, I could piece together everything that's going to happen in that movie. That's I why he's a robot. Watched many of the trailers. <laughs> enters, I haven't seen the movie. It can't be a spoiler. He enters Tron World. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. It is the same director as Tron Legacy, which well, uh, interested it, me at least. So the movie might be pretty. Yeah. Because mm, Tron sure Legacy was pretty. Mm-hmm. Maybe so. it'll have an awesome Daft Punk soundtrack. Yeah. Anyway, Iron Man 3. Yes. Yeah, Iron I Man mean, 3. Iron Man 3. We're all in. I mean, yeah. 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 It, yes. you, you have and the to, biggest selling point is Shane Black. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm sorry that that. Well, I don't know if that's its biggest selling that point for me, me and me. All right. Yeah, I mean, I, why? Well, because like in hindsight, like I liked it when it came out, but the more I think about Iron Man two, the real I'm like that might be the least good Marvel movie. The more I think about it mm-hmm. of the Avengers series, Sam, it, I just I don't understand. I mean, I mean, Sam Rockwell's good in it, and you know, they let. Black Widow be pretty and do some cool things, but it's like it's really just kind of a hot mess of a movie. There's really a lot of not going on and stuff in that movie. Mm-hmm. It is a hot mess, I'll say that. But I'm just I'm, I'm glad that they're I like still switching. like it better than Hulk. I'll Incredible Hulk, really? Yeah. I I like Incredible Hulk. That that one. I don't know. That one's growing on me over time. Hmm. I like it better than Hulk. At <laughs> least oh, Hulk, duh. yes. But I mean, yeah. But anyway, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Just switching switching captains of that ship is a good thing, and I I'm happy. I'm Excited to see what Shane Black's going to do with it. That's all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Agreed. Uh, next. Uh, yeah, there's really nothing else that. Well, unless you guys care. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, do you guys care about the Great Gatsby? Well, well that's, I that's mean, the, it, the following week. Yeah. yeah it, I mean, I think we were talking about the same week. No, yeah. I know. Yeah. I I kind of care. I got I got I, I gotta, saw. I saw part of one trailer. And it, before I was like, okay, Great Gatsby. <laughs> but. The way it is, the way it's presented in in the trailer, I just I love the look of it. Yeah, I um, the thing is like I love Boz Lerman's look of his movies. I mean, I might as chaotic as they may yeah. be, I might just have to watch it. I don't I don't know if I'll watch it in the theater, but I know I'm going to seek this yeah. movie out in I, some fashion. I probably won't catch it in the theater. I'm just looking at what at the how often I've been to the theater here lately and trying to plan another week mm-hmm. after Iron Man. You know, it's, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'm interested. So. Right. I'm not. I could care less. Yep. That is not a movie on my radar. Yep. I do not. Skipping it. I mean, I'm forever. I'm, I'm glad people want to see it. Yeah. And you know, all the people are like, oh, book, how do you do this? But 
these movies do not destroy books. If you love the book, the book is still there. Yeah, I got way right. over that part of it. Yeah. I just think Baz Luhrmann makes crap, so <laughs> I'm not going to watch it. Five, bro. That's okay. I Be- think you guys, yeah. you've seen what? One movie of his? You saw Moulin That Rouge. was more than a fucking enough. Which one? So. Wow. Moulin okay. Rouge. You saw Moulin Rouge and that, that defines his entire career. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you saw at least if, you, at if, least... if you saw Godfather 3, you'd be like Francis Ford Coppola is shit. I'm never watching any of his movies. No, but if all of his movies were all singing all dancing crap of the world, They're then not. yes. Crap of the world. That's the only one he's made that's a straight up musical. All right. Okay. Well, yeah. I hated that that much that like a virgin scene has still scarred me to this day that you know what like you gave yourself a lifetime pass for me to not want to bother watching <laughs> anything you fucking make anymore okay. after a scene like that. Yeah. It, at least you're not afraid of your ignorance. Yeah. Embrace oh, it. I mean, you know what? I love that we're arguing about you know this. I love no, that no. You, I, you only have so much time in your stance. life to no. see things. <laughs> I'm not. You, you can only see so many movies in your life. And you know what? True. I've made that decision that I don't give a fuck about Baz Luhrmann. And okay. I don't give okay. a fuck That's about fine. watching anything he makes. All right. So. Fair enough. We can stop and trying I'm, to convince I'm, me to watch it. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just, just Im- pointing out the how that's flawed. Like I everyone has how a, you've embraced it. A movie that isn't like their other movies. Yeah, and that's definitely so, that one for him. It's supposed to be his best one. Not Coin according Lord. to most people. Really? And I Mulan. love Moulin Rouge. I don't care what. It yeah, I, I'm yeah. fine with it as a thing. I just I I'm saying like fucking terrible. I mean, Strictly so. Baldwin is great. I love his Romeo and Juliet movie. I mean, Australia is completely different. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> So May 17th, Star Trek. <laughs> We're all seeing Star Trek, right? I will see Star Trek. It's, I will likely see Star Trek. I will yeah. see Star Trek in a theater. It's going to be the bad one. You think? What? Every other Star Trek movie. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing that. Okay. I don't, well, I, this, I, is, this is a different I know. thing. And, so and, and actually, it, technically, Nemesis broke that mold. So, you know, Nemesis was supposed to be the really good one, but Chuck hates Chuck hates and loves all the wrong ones. So Chuck is not a gauge for this. Yeah, fine. I'm I'm just not going to talk about Star Trek. No, I'm just saying I mean, Chuck is not a gauge for this because you love you hate First Contact, which everyone loves. Yep, and I love Star Trek Five, which everyone hates. Right. Sorry. So real quick poll: Chuck, Star Trek nerd. Yeah. Harlow, Star Trek nerd. You could say that. Yeah, you got a billion of the box sets. <laughs> Mackie, Star none. Trek nerd. Nope. Nope. Me, Star Trek nerd. Nope. So, yeah. I think I think we will I like this the new movie. Star Trek because it wasn't dull. So, hopefully, just, this new Star Trek isn't dull. I just wish they'd stop showing trailers for it. It's like I, every day I log into the internet, there's like latest trailer for Star Trek. I'm like, yeah. enough. Either people are going to go That's or they're not. It's like, why do they even need to advertise that movie? I don't know. I don't know. It's a, because it's, it's the next Star Trek movie. You know why? Yeah. It's it's cheap as shit to have somebody edit together three and a half minutes of trailer footage yeah, but they and, keep and put putting marketing to, out but there. But they keep putting together th- different three and a half minutes. There are so many trailers for this movie. Yeah. Just stop. Well, it's it's cheap to have somebody, you know, in, in a a digital sweatshop in the Philippines <laughs> stitch together another trailer <laughs> I know. to get it's, marketing I'll tell you why. It's because it's a sequel that took just a little bit too long to come out. It's just long enough that people are like... You think? Yeah. I mean, four, it did take four, a while. four years between movies for a sequel like this is just four years, just yeah. a little yeah. too long. Well, Holy he did super eight between. I know. And- yeah, I'm just saying that's that's just enough time that people are like, uh, did I did I like that? Because I'm saying for the average person, yeah. did I like that last Star Trek movie? I don't I don't really. I remember would think it. it's long enough for people to have uh, basically scraped scraped their opinion one way or another. Like, 
oh yeah, I liked that Star Trek movie, but they don't remember, you know, they'll either remember that they liked it or didn't. So I'm, yeah, I'm just saying that's why they're probably making the heavy marketing push. Man, I will it, admit, it, I don't remember much from the last Star Trek movie. You should rewatch it. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. I mean, strong. Strong. Yeah. I'd, Liked it a lot. I liked it enough to buy the Blu-ray when it yeah. Day you should came check out, out the Blu-ray. It's, seen it in the it's theater, so. pretty. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's, those lens flares are just fantastically Absolutely. crisp and clear. The 3D uprez lens flare in your face, <laughs> yeah, right. right in your face. And so it's got the, the bent dick cummerbund in it. Pardon? Yeah. No, Sherlock. <laughs> yeah, Sherlock. The Sherlock. I think people love him like. just because they love saying his name. They I don't probably. know. I don't know what people. He's weird looking. No, people think he's pretty. Creepy. I know. I don't get that. I don't. I don't either. But. He, but it's fun to say Benedict Cumberbatch. It is fun to say Benedict Cumberbatch. I like a good Cumberbatch. Yeah. <laughs> with, with my tux. He looks like some sort of reptile. I don't know. Weird. He's, he's the Illuminati. Yeah, right? he's playing the Gordon. Oh, he's 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 yes. the lizard people yes, running the government. Yes. He's That's also Smog in the like new him. Hobbit movies. Smog? Smog. 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 That's him. All right. So May twenty fourth. Yeah, May twenty fourth. Uh, Hangover Part Three comes out. Yeah. No, you did no. Nobody. Who gives a fucking shit? Furious Six. Comes out. Yep. I'm sh- well, they're summer making another ends. one of those. Jesus Christ! I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly don't think we need to say anything else. Yeah. About it's directed it. by that basketball player, um, Justin Lin. Yeah, yeah. The, he was popular. Yeah, he's no good anymore. Lin Sanity. <laughs> but uh, we need to do another event for that one. We do. We just need to throw that out there now. Oh yeah. Yes. We're renting an entire theater. Is oh, is, I is, wish. is there a one? Is there one among us who dissents from from the group think? On Fast Six? No. no. I don't think I, so. Okay, here's the way I'm looking at it. Star Trek. What? Star Trek and this, oh. I'm setting myself with low expectations. Expecting them to be good, but not guaranteeing myself that they're going to be good. Not as good as what you I am right. as the other ones. I'm excited for them to for there to be more of yeah. this. Right. Don't we? don't get me wrong. I know that we have jokingly said, Oh my god, Fast Six is just gonna be the greatest movie of all time, blah blah blah. I am I'm fake hyping my expectations for that okay i want it to be fast five part two that's what i want i hope it is that there's no reason it shouldn't be it's all the same people the same director they know they what know worked what in yeah. fast five yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the trailer looked fucking ridiculously awesome so there's no reason for it not to be the most amazing movie ever made correct <laughs> <laughs> however, however i i am not going into it with that opinion either just like how i went into the star trek reboot like i don't know about this i'm going into the star trek sequel with like Jeez, I don't know. So yeah, I'm I'm my feet are on the ground, cautiously okay. optimistic, reaching right. for the stars. With your feet on the ground, I really and your want head to be in the clouds. Awesome. Yeah, That's all I can say. Yeah, I'm not overhyping it. I'm okay. also not overhyping my. I don't give a shit about the Hangover Part Three. Yeah, uh, don't care at all. I Does, never saw the second one. The second you one, you saw bothered. the first one, right? Yeah, yeah I did. Then, then you, you saw the, the second. Yeah. I saw it and twice. I, in fact, I have a feeling that if you f- saw the first one then you also probably will have seen the third one. Just yeah. imagine more Thai accents and you've got the, thir- the second one. Yeah. And mm. the third one, they just fucking go back to Vegas. So yeah. I don't know. So I, I'll watch it when it comes out of home. Video, so May 31st, there, if you want to talk about a movie that I Ooh. will never see. Oh, really? Yep. Never? Yeah. After fuck that movie. Why? Hard. Really? Uh, There's, there are three, well, th- yep. sort of three names. Okay. One name will make you go, nope. M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. Fuck. He did not guy. write it. I don't care. Okay. Yeah. I'm I I'm interested I to th- see a I'm movie curious. he didn't write. I'm curious about it. Yeah. I saw I don't, mean I saw a trailer. Yeah, Gary Widow wrote it, but oh, Okay. Well he's a good guy. Yeah. Don't care. He's I, a good guy, but yeah, it's I'm not gonna go to the Shyamalan. theater. Yeah. I'm not gonna be Shyamalan in the theater. 
whatever that means. I don't. I never talked but about then, it. But then, in the end, you'll find out you were in the theater all along. I, no! I don't know what involvement he had, the, why his name was on this movie no. at all, but I had it on the background. I was on cable, and I was doing something and barely paying any attention to it. Enough that, like, hearing it made it register what was happening, yeah. and that was that devil movie, the elevator movie. That movie's not bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if, if you watch that movie start to finish, that movie is not bad. Well, I don't know what his involvement in, was. In he it, is like a producer. They were starting that. They were trying to start the M. Night Shyamalan presents. presents like Quentin Tarantino. Okay. Yeah. And, well, it, and no one gave a shit. I don't bad know that idea. movie. What I heard and what I a little bit saw of it, I was just like, oh, God. Trust me. There was no bigger opponent of that movie okay. as me going into it. Right. Well, let's skip After Earth because there's yeah, another yeah. thing this week that I think will probably get looked over. Yeah. For. I'm. I'm very interested in this based on his description is now you see me, which is yes. FBI agents track yes. down a team of illusionists who pull off bank heists during their performances and reward their audiences with the money. Mm-hmm. That description, like I, I was just flipping through it, hadn't heard anything about it. That description made me stop and go, I should see that. I hope you didn't dislike Incredible Hulk too much because I know same it's director. the same director. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's got the Incredible Hulk in it. Ruffles. Yeah, well, yeah, they didn't work before, but yes, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you got ruffles and jiggle together. <laughs> well, it's, well it's, I mean, it's, it's got, got also got Morgan Freeman. It's got ruffles, God, and Michael and Caine. Yeah. yeah, and Zuck. Oh yeah, yeah. Michael Caine and Woody Harrelson and Ela Fisher. Yeah, mm-hmm. Isla. Those, those are all yeah. good things. Yeah, I don't know if it's Ela or Isla. Just it's Ela. Isla. Sure. But yeah, but that I will probably see that movie before I see After Earth. That's for damn sure. You heard so, it here first. Yeah. So, um, then smaller movie, smaller movie, smaller movie. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of smaller movies. And then we flop into June, I flop. guess. Yes, yeah. we yes. flop we right into belly <laughs> flop right into <laughs> it. Well, there's not, I mean, June. there's not much open in the yeah. first, the first week, but there is the Joss Whedon directed retelling of much about, much ado about nothing. Where he gets every person that's ever worked with him in the past to show up for this movie. Is just that to, what it's about? about? I mean, if you look yeah. at like the big cast. They all showed up and like he basically like shot this at his house. Oh, it's got more or less. I mean, it's like it's like it's super low budget. Like, I, I don't know. I just wanted wanted to bring it up because it's Joss Whedon. Much to do about nothing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, why not? Okay. I will say that the other movie that comes out day, the internship, can fuck right off. (laughs) That Uh, movie. Who cares? This summer, two salesmen (laughs) whose careers have been torpedoed by the digitalator about Mm -hmm. to find out. I saw the trailer for that and was just staring at it like, really? This is not like a bad internet video. This is a movie. Oh, God. Guy's going to work for Google. And guess what? Google's wacky. (laughs) Shut up. Shut up. (laughs) So, but then. June 14th. You get to June 14th and it's like, oh, God. There's that Seth Rogen (laughs) movie coming out. Well, well, let's talk about that in a second. All right, but first, but there's uh, there's also the bling ring. <laughs> Listen, hold on. This is going to take a long time if you do this with every day that a big movie comes. Sorry, <laughs> June fourteenth, Man of Steel. Uh huh. Which is anyone calling him Superman in this? I'm sure. The trailer I, did a little joke about it, which yeah. sort of irritated part, me. No, part of me thinks that that's not the joke. It's I mean, it became a joke in the trailer, but part of me thinks that that will be like the I'm James Bond at the end of James Bond. Like they are literally not going to call him that throughout mm-hmm. this movie. Part of me thinks that. I mean, I that, can see then that the joke that the trailer sort of subtly spoiled that if you will. But I mean, I, I could see them that, that being like Nolan's contribution of like, 
Right? You know, or John Peters. We don't know who. <laughs> oh, no. John Peters. I don't know if he's involved in this. <laughs> he is. I, yeah, because I think he owns something to do yeah. with the Superman license, so he has to be. Right. But yeah, I mean, somebody's idea of being like, what if the whole time we don't call him Superman until like the very end? Yeah. Don't know. I, mm. It's quite possible they're going to go that route. I don't know. I, I think I think it looks interesting, and it's. I'm saying it looks interesting, and I'm. I think the lone person in the room who thinks Superman Returns is underrated. I like it. I wouldn't go underrated. Well, I think there, I think there is an incredible amount of hate towards that movie. Like, I don't like that movie. Like to me, I don't think that it needed to be rebooted. I think you could just keep going from Superman Returns. I think you could eliminate some of the bullshit from Superman Returns and keep going from that. I think that movie I, did a fine job bringing the series back. I just hope that the that the growing up stuff is as good as it appears in the trailer because that newest trailer made this like the number two movie I want to see. Yeah. after fast and furious six yeah, yeah. I mean, like so that, that moved it way up and i you know i know it's cliche to say but i can't stand superman so i mean it's cliche to say that yeah like among comic book people it's like yeah. oh comic Pe- book people, people. Hate those aren't real people yeah <laughs> <laughs> like but i mean i mean superman to me is a boring character because he can fucking do anything he wants and nothing hurts him and all it is you know his only weakness is a rock yeah love hurts him but no, but I mean, like everything. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Magic. Every, hurts him. That trailer did everything right. So hopefully, it's a good trailer. Hopefully, the movie isn't just like the best parts of it cut up, kind of like Sucker Punch was. <laughs> I generally don't read about movies as they're being made. I, I don't care. I will watch a trailer, and then mm-hmm. if that sparks my interest, fine. I didn't know they were jumping straight to the General Zod stuff. I was like, oh, yeah. all right, we're going there. Fine. Um, I like the fact that his two dads are both Robin Hood at some yep. point in their career. I think that's pretty sweet. I, I will. I'm. I'm in. I'm interested to see what they do here because the first trailer just made it look like Superman shows up. The military is like, nah, you're not going to do that stuff, and he has to deal with the military. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, that seems sort of low key for a Superman movie. Yeah. So I'm. I'm interested to see where this is going to go. Disclaimer: Zack Snyder. That's the. That's the wild card here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It can go either way. He ditched his lifetime pass a little while back, but I, I hopefully also adapting someone else's stuff makes it him better. Yeah. It cer- certainly seems to have in the past. I, I like, I like Watchmen. I thought that movie was okay. I had no tie to the source material. So, mm-hmm. so I don't internet hate him as much as the internet does. Yeah. I tell you what though, the, the thing I was not expecting to look as entertaining as it is, is this is the end. Yeah, that, that that's a pretty good trailer. That movie was not on my radar at all. And then when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, they're all playing themselves. And then the shit happens. That's kind of funny. I would watch that. Mm-hmm. I still don't like James Franco. I don't understand why that dude is a star. Yeah, why are you no. not James only, Franco? Uh, I just I, I just don't get him. I just don't get why he's why he's in every movie that comes out. OK, I just don't get it. I mean, I've seen things I've liked him in, but I don't I don't get why he's like James Franco in this. I, oh, no. OK, I, I, I guess I yeah. can go with that. I mean, I mean it's like in a, the only thing it, I actually th- ever thought he was good in was Pineapple Express. Yeah. Yeah. Everything else like like Spider-Man. I thought he was terrible in all of those. Just yeah. like atrocious, terrible. I just I've never gotten him. I never understand why he's constantly working and is never really doing anything of note. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of dudes who are amazing who don't work that much. Okay, I suppose that's fair enough. Yeah. Did you ever see the... I don't know uh, about this one. Did you ever see the Cut Your Arm Off movie? I did. No. I don't care. That's supposed to be his best one. Well, that's great. Yeah. I don't care. It's a good I movie. still haven't seen it, so... It's a good movie. Cut yeah. Your Arm Off, the movie. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. the movie is good. I mean, he's you know, all right, and it is the Rise of the Planet of the Apes. It's a good movie. That's a good movie, despite him. Yeah. I mean, he has nothing to do with the <laughs> right, yeah. goodness of that yeah. movie. He's, he's saying, a prop. Like, he, you know, sometimes it's okay just to be there, I guess. I don't know. Let a movie mm. happen around you. Sure. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it just seems like he's letting a lot of movies happen around him. And okay. He, he, it seems like good counter-programming to Man of Steel. Yeah. Sure. yeah. That'll be an interesting weekend. Yeah. Yep. So... Emma Watson's in two movies coming out that week. <laughs> well, which one will well, you see? Probably neither. <laughs> Good call. Huh. Yeah, the next week we got World War Z and Monsters University. Yeah, I don't care about Monsters University. Neither I do, do I. I. World War Z. I'm glad it's a prequel, let's all say, because I don't want it to ruin one of my favorite endings of any movie ever. I never so. saw Monsters, Inc., so... <sighs> You need to watch Monsters, Inc. I just, it's I, really good. I know weird... who the dead guy in Clue was. All right. <laughs> fucking Clue. <laughs> Monsters, yeah. Inc. Monsters, Inc. came out 12 years later. I saw Clue when I was a kid 100 times. Okay. So I, was yeah, but I was an adult Inc., like, when Monsters, Inc. came out. I, I, I just, I dislike that Pixar keeps going back to their old stuff. You know, it, it's, it, that's, it's the Disneyfication of it, I know, but it's still. Sure. They needed quick money. bothers me. New IP is stuff. Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> well, people don't seem to be taking to their new IPs. I mean, like Brave, I don't think did very well at no, all. No, it didn't. You know, but it wasn't yeah. going to. Anyone could tell you that movie was not wasn't going to do well. I mean, when they go back to their well, they make money. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now they're Finding Nemo coming, so hey, yeah, exactly from the Disney vault. Yep, I mean, World I think, War Z. Yeah. Just it doesn't look good. It doesn't look great. It looks like it may have. I, I'm interested in more of the tech, but it. It seems like they've painted themselves into a corner of what they're attempting to do and how they're going to pull it off. Because every trailer looks like, oh, Jesus, there's five bazillion zombies who move super fucking fast. And they're, you know, they're like ants. They're mega sharking planes and stuff. Mm -hmm. So how how is anyone how is Mr. Brad Pitt, super scientist guy going to stop this? That's the part I want to see. I want to see what the science is that they're like. You know, are are they just trying to get somewhere and detonate a bomb, or is he like racing to find the cure? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Well, it also worries me that it's the director from Quantum of Solace. So hopefully, it's not all chop, 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 chop. Can't see what the fuck's going on. Editing. I, I mean, I I don't think I'll see it in the theater for sure, but um, I definitely want to see it just to compare to the book, <laughs> just to be like, from my understanding, yeah, nothing. The, yeah, <laughs> it's more like it's happening in that universe that was described in the book. That's yeah. what I it looks yeah. like. Yeah. So trailers for World War Z kind of put me off it. Yeah, I'll say that it just it seemed like it played its hand too soon. Well, a lot yeah. of a lot of, and a lot of the CG, I, I hate to say it, it looks like the Matrix sequels. It's like, really, we haven't come any further in this. Yeah, you know? it looks like just plastic yeah. stick figures yeah. doing stuff. I mean, I understand, God, you know, how hard it is to animate 50 bazillion things, but yeah. you should make your movie if that's what it's going to be. So following week, Sandy Bullock. No, no, wait a minute. Oh. What? That same week. Wait, that's only the two movies that week. No, White House Down. That's no, the that's next, next week. Next week. That's why I'm going on to it. Oh, is it? Okay, I didn't see the break. I'm, I'm sorry. The, yeah. the thing wasn't there. Um, we get a we get a Sandy Bullock movie. Yeah, which if <laughs> how he felt about the one with the whatever the intern movie or whatever it was, I feel mm-hmm. about that. That is like the Wait, what? most unfunny trailer I think I've ever seen in my oh, life. Oh, okay. It's going to be just like the net, only funny. Uh, apparently you haven't seen the trailer. <laughs> I haven't seen the trailer. Either. Either. I, don't, I don't know what it is. I, I don't no follow up to bridesmaids. I don't see Sandy Bullock movies. Yeah, that looks awful. And it was yeah. even a red band trailer. That's how hard they were trying to push it. I mean, I like her. Yeah. I think I don't she's... have a problem with her. I just that movie looks awful. Sure. Yeah. 
Um, when White House down, and, uh, I don't know, Channing Tatum running around and rolling Emmerich. Rolling Emmerich. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. But yeah. I, this, I, this is that week where it's like everybody's like, eh. But here's the thing. Let's you go get, to the beach that weekend. Yeah. You need to get deep into the cast of White House down because there are more people in that movie than the Let trailer shows you. Huh? Not droopy face. I mean, like James, James Woods is in it. You know, I mean, there's like... There's people in it where it's I, like no 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 I mean here's the thing it's like I'm not gonna lie I I enjoy watching Roland Emmerich movies I'm not gonna continue to I'm not gonna pay for them anymore like I'm go I'll watch them at home all right they're, they're all like they've all reached the point where they're not even good spectacle anymore it's just like oh that's that's good fun and dumb entertainment well I, he has not made a good movie since the day after tomorrow since uh, before that no <laughs> since after that and I, I enjoy 2012 it. is huge garbage I and enjoy 2012 as a stupid turn your brain tomorrow. off movie I'm sorry 2012 is good until the last two hours of that movie become giant boat and what is what is this <laughs> we're all on the, the giant arc fighting spoilers. icebergs and shit no spoilers <laughs> nothing well it kind of is if anybody's not seen it and wants to fuck them alright <laughs> but I think that's Chuck, it when Chuck doesn't like movies he spoils it very oh easy. please I didn't spoil it <laughs> giant fucking boat yeah <laughs> they get on a boat there anyway so yeah right this whole this whole week yeah skip okay yeah <laughs> we get to stay home this week Ooh, everyone you know, I, that's a cool name well we yeah. can pretty much skip the I've, week i've after renewed today. my love of channing tatum but yeah not that well not, not that much not, for, mm-hmm. not, for not enough no and what the hell they're banking on for fourth of july i guess fucking lone ranger really i could not give I, two shits about the lone ranger you know what that looks like wild wild west 2 yeah yeah and yeah. i really couldn't care less yeah it's got william thickner <laughs> I know. Yes, I, it does. And Tom Wilkinson. I know. And, and Army Hammer is great. Yeah. In what I've seen him in, but I mean, no. Yeah. Just no. I mean, Gore Verbinski means it's just going to be stupid, non sequitur action scenes. Sure. With no, you know, like. But I still, that man gets all the credit in the world for Mouse Hunt. Mouse Hunt's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And okay. The Mouse thing Hunt's is, awesome. Like, he, he squandered everything with those two parts of the Caribbean sequels. Yeah. Because the first one's okay. Like, I think the first one's kind of overrated and that it goes on a bit too long, mm-hmm. but it's still a pretty good movie. The second and third one are just garbage. Yeah, utter garbage. So I've only seen the first one. Yeah, well, you you made the right decision. Well, okay. Well, the fourth just, one's not much better either. I mean, right. it's better, but it's not much better. Yeah, I don't think Gore Verbinski is capable of reining in Johnny Depp enough no. to not make this a well, Johnny Depp fucking... Yeah, that's He's the- another heavily made up weird accent guy it's like once again who the hell is johnny depp at this point you know I johnny wa- depp I, is somebody who needs people to, needs somebody with a strong hand i want i want johnny depp back from the <laughs> the mid to late 90s into early 2000s mm-hmm. that's the johnny depp i want when he was yeah. making weird independent movies and like really showcasing talent and then it's like he put on like one pirate outfit and it was just like i'm crazy character of the week yep. tim burton make me up into new thing yeah ha. Yeah. People, yeah. people just need to not indulge that like over the top. Well, he needs to, side of him. He needs to stop working with people who are like the presidents of his fan club. I mean, that's the thing. Right. Like between that's, Gore Verbinski and and and, and what if what if Burton? You know, it's just like he has to stop working with these Timothy, people. Timothy Burton. Yes, yep. Timothy Burton. <laughs> Timmy. Yeah. And then there's two Steve Carell movies on the same day. So which one will you see? Um, neither. Neither. In the theater. No, I, I will say I thought Despicable Me was cute. It's cute. Not, it, good, yeah, not good enough to go see it. In but the addition of Al Pacino is kind of, you know, I mean, I fucking watched that Adam Sandler movie simply because Al Pacino was in it. So uh, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. It's all you, Chuck. I won't go. I won't go paid to see it. Oh, my God. It, but, it's got iCarly in it, too. Let's move uh, on. <laughs> now, the next week. Oh, my God. Grown Ups 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
God. No, I'm sorry. Pacific Rim. Pacific starring, Rim. Starring Charlie Day. Yeah. <laughs> Another movie I'm trying and not Andrew to build Selba. myself up to I know. for, but I'm kind of finding it hard. That's the one I'm finding it hardest to do, like not get built up for. I just saw the teaser and I'm not going to watch not, anything no, else. I don't want to know anything no, else I'm either, done. but that that looks so fucking fun. Yeah. I'm not going to say so fucking good. It looks so fucking fun. It looks fun. fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I think we've talked about when, when the trailer hit, we talked about it. It was just like, I knew nothing. I knew nothing about this movie when I watched that trailer and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, giant monster movie. I'm cool with that. Whoa, wait, we're building giant robots to fight the monster. Holy shit. Yes. So we've built giant robots <laughs> yeah. to fight the monster. Yes, I'm in. Yeah. I, I it's almost like shut off the trailer. I was like, yep, good. I don't need the mm-hmm. Independence Day speech. I'm good. I'm in. <laughs> I'll take an Independence Day speech, though, any day. I should yeah. just start my day with that. Independence Day speech. Yeah. Just make that your your alarm. My alarm? Yeah. Yes. Genius, Chuck. Good job. Crash and burn. <laughs> so, as always, um, I, we treat grown-ups, too, like we would any of these spoof movies. If you pay to see it, please turn off the podcast now and never come back. Yes. Yep. Thank you. That Yes. This is coming from Godspeed. somebody. Yeah, who Adam saw Sandler, Kevin grown-ups. James, Chris Rock, David Spade. <laughs> yeah, just saying. Could you, you get if, four more tired, hacky? If, if you pay money to actors, the theater, and yeah, there's more in there. Yeah, just, why would you? They've got go more money than they need. Yeah, why would you give them more? That's my argument. People like it because no, people it like watching Adam Sandler take. People a like hearing jokes that they know are coming. Sure. Yeah, and that and somehow me this will make fucking crazy. Yeah. This will make more money than it should. Yep. Yeah. Now, so anyway, the, the next week is interesting, mm-hmm. not because of Red 2, because I just I can't get worked up for that. Mm-mm. Me neither. I'm gonna I, I'm, to, somebody's going to have to tell me something really fucking awesome about that to yeah. get me to bother with it, because the trailer looked tired ass. Yeah. But R.I.P.D. Rest in peace department. Yeah. You know, okay. that's one where, like, when you look at it on paper, you're like, okay, you got Ryan Reynolds and Kevin Bacon, like, or and Jeff Bridges doing, you know, tracking down undead and putting them back in jail he's like yeah that sounds great and then you watch the trailer and you're like oh that went wrong didn't it <laughs> something is <laughs> something went really wrong in all this yeah is this, is this another movie yeah same week we have two mary louise parker movies in a yeah movie? Okay. Well, you know these, these things happen <laughs> which what, one will what you was see? the movie we watched with the undead cop uh, uh dead heat dead heat dead yeah, heat. yeah. yeah. this is dead heat too yeah I'm a, I, yes I, I don't know Finally, action comedy crime. It fits yeah. the. I didn't. I didn't yeah. watch the trailer. It's the so profile. Yeah, it's just. It's on paper. It sounds like it should be awesome, mm-hmm. but yeah, in execution, yeah. I. It does not look like it's going to do that. No. Then, we got, then we got Turbo, the Power Rangers movie. Yeah, another Ryan Reynolds movie because apparently this week you can only see movies where there's Jesus. someone else out there. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, oh, the guy who's directing R.I.P.D. is directed Red, I guess. Yeah, that's another weird thing. He directed Red, so they're releasing Red 2 on the same day that his next movie comes out. Weird. Yeah, Hollywood's yeah. like, well, fuck you guys. Makes no sense. Um, so Crazy. following week, July 26th, got the Wolverine. The making Wolverine finally Ooh. showing up. If you count Kick-Ass 2, there are four Marvel movies coming out this year. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Crazy. Wolverine. Yeah, um, though ha- that's still a Fox and not tied into anything mm-hmm. Marvel related Avengers. I, I definitely want to. I, I have to see this because like the weird genesis of this movie, how it was almost it was Darren Aronofsky yeah. movie. Like, I know up to like the day before they started filming. Almost yeah, that it was, was a, so weird. It was like, I'm, I'm in, in, I'm in. No, I'm but, out. But James Mangold like, has made some good movies, but not not Wolverine. I mean, I he hasn't made a comic book movie. Well, I mean, 310 to Yuma's. 310 to Yuma gets so much goodwill. I'm just saying it's kind of for being as good as you think about it. It's 
it's not too far from a comic book style movie. I mean, no. plot point wise, it's there's a well, lot. He of also directed stuff. Kate and Leopold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've had this conversation <laughs> that that's his weird one. But now I need to know: is this what is this? This is the Wolverine goes to Japan storyline, which was the Frank Miller when they when they started his own but comic book line. It sounds like they've only taken that premise and haven't really like. It's not like the comic at all okay aside yeah, yeah. from wolverine goes to japan okay yeah. fine i don't care about the comic but in terms of like movie canon oh i don't know it's I mean, part of the x-men yeah universe which is its own is it thing. part of the x-men origins i think it's a sequel to x-men origins wolverine so okay. like he's lost his mind but now he's like more in modern times than he was in the first one yeah all right it, it just it uses as far I as the comic books goes like yeah. wolverine whenever they want to make wolverine interesting they make him lose his powers and so, of course, they take away his powers in this one. Sure. So, yeah, we'll oh, see. I mean, you know, I just I hope they do something good with it. But yeah, well, wait. Yeah, this one is be very careful about it. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Sure. OK, I'm confused by the beginning of August. You oh. are. Yeah. They made a what sequel to 300. <sighs> yeah. I <laughs> No Starring idea. anybody from the original. Nope. No, no. Nope. Oh. Hey, so. we've still got all these costumes. Let's make some money from <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, we still got all the green screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, that's That looks like pretty much a week we can skip, right? I mean, you got Marky Mark and No, Denzel that Washington. Denzel movie Denzel. looks interesting. Does it? Yeah. Two guns. Denzel Washington. And Marky Mark. And Edward what? James Olmos. <laughs> no. <laughs> it could be something. I don't know. Okay. Action crime drama yeah. thriller. Yeah. So, Smurfs 2, Christ. Yeah. Oh. Hey, Smurfs 2 exists. Yeah. But hey. Hey, Raha Gosnell still directing it. Yeah. That motherfucker. Let's move on to a happy week, though. Okay, the next then. week. Elysium. Right. Yeah. Matt Damon. Sure. Neil Blomkamp. Yeah, that's the big one. <laughs> More Charlto <laughs> Copley. Yep. It's Neil Blomkamp and Charlto Copley. And Jodie Foster. Sure. Oh, tick, tick, yeah, tick, her. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. I, I knew mean, nothing about that. I don't want to know anything. I about saw it. the trailer and I was like, "Yeah." I, I haven't even seen the trailer. I, I only half paid attention to it because it was sort of like it started. I was like, "Yeah, no, just and, yep. and, and yeah, I'm totally in." I've just I've been waiting for him to make something since District Nine. So. Yeah, I kind of like the premise. I mean, just you know, the fact that there's these two completely opposite worlds and something happens between them, and Neil Blomkamp is involved. I'm in. Yep, hmm. Charlotte Copley. Hopefully, he and will talk about not fucking creatures. Other other movies. Uh, we have yeah. Cars 6 planes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. planes. Yeah. Like, Somehow they made a sequel to Percy Jackson. So good for them. Yeah, I sure. Guess. Yeah, people they, saw that. Yeah, that's got to be a thing. Directed by Tor Freudendahl. <laughs> um, yeah, Nathan moving. Fillion's in it. Yeah. 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 He needs work, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Castle money isn't enough, I guess. No. So yeah, next week we got Kick-Ass 2. Yeah, which, big budget Super 2. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Big the budget. only thing that worries me is like why original you know matthew vaughn's gone i i don't know who knows what he's doing that's that's the thing i'm wondering like, yeah why, nobody really knows what he's doing anymore. like he's not doing the x-men sequel he's not doing kick-ass sequel it's like what are you doing sailing around the world like who knows but i mean like everything Fucking else on paper bond movie everything yeah. else on paper looks awesome and I've, I've heard jim carrey gives like a jim carrey performance you've wanted I, to see for years i yeah. saw the trailer for this or a teaser or something and jim carrey looked like like the Jim Carrey that we've been missing yeah. for for a long, long time. So. Now, have any of you guys read the comics? No. For Kickass, I I haven't Weird read the read second comics. one though. I yeah. read the first one. Yeah, because it's my understanding like the first one was basically the movie. Yeah, pretty much. So I'm curious where they go with the second one. Yeah, but. I've not read. If there's another one, I haven't actually read it. So 
That's how little I know. I mean, Kick-Ass was way better than I ever thought it would be. Hopefully the same here. I don't know if I'll see it in the theater, though. Yeah. Um, There's only one thing left on the entire month of August that I care about. The to-do okay. list? No. Aubrey uh, World's End? Yeah. World's End, yeah. Yeah, the next week. Yeah. Yeah, because you're know, right. I mean, how could that go wrong? Simon Pegg, Nick Frost. Sure. Edgar Wright. And Martin Freeman. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, I almost, I. that's another one. I don't want to know anything else about it. I don't even want to see anything about it. I've, I've seen yeah. nothing about it. I knew it was coming. I've read the blurb. That's really, I haven't watched the trailer mm-hmm. or anything. So I just, I don't have to. Like that's, at this point, that's a lifetime pass person for me. Is that great? So. Yeah. 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 I don't, don't, I don't need it. Like hopefully that's a good way for us to close out the summer. Okay. Sure. I don't know. This Morgan Spurlock One Direction documentary looks pretty good. <laughs> what what it the was fuck? A, it was a good way to close out the summer and then you brought that up. <laughs> Sorry. So when 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 does the summer end? I'm curious because like um, all the way into September we've got Riddick and Machete sequel and stuff. You know, it's like it it never ends. When does Thor come out? Uh, it's like a November thing. Yeah, it's really? November. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. They've just given up. They're like, yeah, people don't seem to care about Thor. So <gasps> wait a minute, what is this? What is Escape Plan? Yeah, I just I just scrolled what up. What is this? <laughs> so, Sly Stallone, oh, Schwarzenegger, yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio, and, and Fifty Cent. Said, Yes. Vinny pretty, Jones? Pretty, yeah, Vinny Jones. Oh, what? There's, yes. There's, there's more people when you actually click on Jim it. Jim Caviezel? I'm in. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> an it, escape from a high-tech security prison movie. I yes, know. Yes. And yes. I know. Sam Neill's in it, too. What? Do we, <laughs> it's directed are there, are there by even Michael any Hirstrom. women in the cast, or is it just like... Amy Ryan, hmm. a.k.a. the Holly from The Office. <laughs> really? God, yeah. God, I want this. I want this now. Why is this not out? God, now? I hope that movie lives up to everything we just mm. read about. Oh my it. God. That's just the cast. Well, well yeah. look at the, I'm saying I it, know, it's the director's weird. past work. Yeah, maybe yeah. It's not terrible. He's not mm. from, I'm saying I mean, not, it's weird. Like, I mean, to country. me, to me, Riddick and, and Machete would still kind of almost qualify as summer. Movies. It does seem like summer is continuing. I mean, Machete, maybe not. Cause that's, that's still mm. kind of low budget grindhouse, but Riddick, I mean, that, that's, God, that's been a long time coming. Maybe people just don't care about that anymore. Maybe it's been too long. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I think, honestly, I think not enough people have seen Chronicles of Riddick to that's care. That's a freaking problem, people. Well, Fix yeah. that. I haven't seen it. The Riddick series kind of awesome. All right. That's our... That's the end of ca- summer. That's yeah, our that's, we'll, we'll talk about the fall when we get there. Yeah. Let, let us deal with summer stuff first, fall, please. Sin City, Gravity. There's Legends a lot of, of stuff. Fall. So, how about some information of how to contact us, sir? Easy peasy. Email us, uh, bmf at bmfcast.com. Check out the website, bmfcast.com. Check us out on the socials at Facebook, Twitter, and youtube.com slash bmfcast. Uh, find us through iTunes, search for Bad Movie Fiends, subscribe, rate, review. Find us through Stitcher, which is an app for your mobile devices. It streams. Quality's a little, eh. But you still get our, <laughs> you still get the stream, and it's it's yeah. relatively easy to work with unless you're trying to do cross platform, then you're fucked. Um, <laughs> you can also check us out at our brand new Tumblr page, yeah, curated by my busier Self? than I should be ass, um, oh. badmoviefiends.tumblr.com. And then finally, if you have heard us before, you know the most important thing, which is coming up. Mm-hmm. Call us on the Garfield phone. Mm-hmm. 9105-JOCKS-BMF, 910-556-9263. Leave him a message. He seems lonely lately. He's sleeping a lot. And All if right. you send us a voicemail or an email, we'll get to it next week. 
We ran yep. long this week, so. Fuck y'all. Sorry. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 not like no, you said. no. Just, I mean, you know. <laughs> we'll get to it. Yeah. We, we got just, it. We heard you. Hang in we'll there. We'll respond. They know everything I say is When a we're not doing a summer movie preview. Right. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? Okay. Yeah, whatever. That sounds great. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm The Beach. And I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast Out. 